0: Every one of the top forty records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers
1: on the record albums have their own
2: hitters. This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically by the five We want you to smoke the real thing. From natural
3: some call it marijuana, some call it sensimedia, some call
1: it, it lands bread. bread, and some, and some people, some call, people it call it... Alcohol.
4: Alcohol. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn, and I am still in Miami. Man, how many Miami shows is that? That's like seven or... Twenty-six. 26. <laughs> That's a lot.
2: 26 26. miami shows and i'm still in my cave
4: exactly still still trapped um but on these trips i get to hang out with lots of cool people so that makes it makes it interesting and i don't have to hope that they're gonna arrive into denver so uh we came here to miami and last trip i think it was like what last trip or the trip before i got a chance to meet uh the amazing peter Tunney here uh through our buddy Chaz from London Police, so hence the, uh, the, the crossover there. Um, anybody who knows me knows I've had a bunch of galleries in the past, and I've, you know, I've always been in into the whole art art scene as far as uh, street art and kind of, you know, the people that are living it, living, living the life. Just like we do, we live the life of cannabis. Once you're involved in this kind of stuff, you it, it takes over your life. Uh, this will be the quietest you'll hear Peter the entire time, because I'm sure this is going to become the Peter tiny show. <laughs> entire <laughs> life. <lights. laughs> His entire life. He's holding back right now. He's like, God damn it, this guy talks a lot. So yeah, well, you just interrupted
2: our bromance we had going on.
4: I know. Did I have a bromance. I, I, I knew that was going to happen anyway. I knew that. Um, but we have a lot to talk about. And the thing is that, Peter, it, it doesn't matter what subject... He's got something amazing to talk about, and, you know, with cannabis people, we're all pretty pretty loosey-goosey. We don't don't mind. As long as it's plant-related, we'll be happy, and this guy is an amazing guy. So, welcome to the show. Welcome, Uh, welcome, welcome. As you see some of the art behind us, this is from his Redacted series that he did. Was this the most recent one, or second? Redacted was
0: my show for this year's Art Positive. It was called Redacted
4: got gotcha. and uh coincidentally enough it kind of has a adam dunn show flag vibe to it right it's with all the really redacted it, information something. i kind of
0: i was right this piece is particularly mark turn up funny your volume to me um particularly funny to me because you know a lot turn of them redacted things i redacted everything out except it said the time is always now right the rest was redacted and, um, but this one is blah, 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 blah redacted, which is like redundantly redacted. Exactly. That's some math. So, of course, that's the one, Alex.
4: And, and on top of that, it really goes well with the, uh, with the, uh with the show, because
2: that's what I'm known for. It's a lot of blah, blah, blah. That's for sure. No, you don't blah, um, blah, blah. You go, we and you do your sound effect thing, but it's never blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, sound effects. So
4: we also have um, Chaz, like I was mentioning earlier, from London Police uh, calling in in a little while. I gave him the heads up. So he's, I don't think he's too hammered. He, he Originally, he said he'd be too hammered to be on the show, but apparently I got him right before that happened. He's in Amsterdam, which is on lockdown, so we'll get a little Amsterdam update from Chaz. We also got... Um, Soulfire Gardens calling in at the end of the at the later in the show in the second half, and we also have uh, James Bean, man on the scene with all the man news. The and there is a lot of news because I mean, one thing, you know, out of we won't get too political because you know, otherwise Dave might go off on a tangent. But in general, the big winners is We're going to talk
2: year, about cannabis politics. We're going to be was, fine.
4: This big winner this year was cannabis. My God, can you can you believe that? Like every, we're at that point now where I think we're at that tipping. We're at, we, I've said this before. We're at the tipping point, but I think now we really, really, really are. Can I read the list? We're over third. Let me read the list. Don't no, no, don't even worry. Let James come. Don't take. Don't steal James' fire.
2: Don't steal his fire. His thunder. You had your you had a chance. You had a chance had to chance. do your news. That was it, you failed
4: news. miserably. You were the biggest failure in the news world. You <laughs> pretty much day. can hang your. Hang! I know you're not. Okay, you
0: I just set a personal record for being quiet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mark, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Come on, buddy. Get on the sound effects there. What, for news? No, he just said That was a record of, of record. Peter staying quiet. We have to recognize oh. that. So,
4: uh... I think the first question every New Yorker has to anybody else that they assume is from New York is, and that's right away. Dave was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where's this guy from?" Because uh, even though you've been in Miami and been all over, you're definitely a New Yorker by heart. I can tell. I'm just a New Yorker. Period. That's it. It's the only way I've ever identified.
2: It. Right. Flush well,
4: well, We don't have to, yeah, we don't have to adjust for anybody. That's one of the things about being from New York,
0: right? You, you, you pretty much... I've never adjusted for anybody ever.
4: I, hardly ever do people from New York change where they're from because they move somewhere. They always stay like that, whereas you know, anybody they, else yeah, kind of... There's
0: almost a formula I won't go into it. it's too banal for this uh, incredible podcast, but there's a certain moment when you become a New Yorker mm-hmm. and then it, it's, it's like a pickle becomes a cucumber. A cuc-
2: Adam, a cucumber. can you move the mic closer to Peter?
0: It's, We're doing this right now.
2: We're doing these oh, right now. So really? On pickle.
4: Yeah. really? Yeah.
2: Yes. The mic only works on one. You're not hearing me? Oh, okay. Yeah, so not then very well. So then let's... let's um, Actually, no, no. Keep the headphones in, but turn the audio, the sound input, to the camera. I mean, to the microphone because if we don't fix it right now, Rosendogs yeah. is going to freak yeah. out.
4: definitely want to hear you more than
2: me. We got to hear... Oh, yeah, now yeah. you sound much is better. Is that better?
0: 100%, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. yeah.
0: Okay. Now the hard part is... I was pain, just you know? going to say about being a New Yorker that, you know, I love the expression that I was a cucumber, but now I'm a pickle and I'll never be a cucumber again. <laughs> that happens to people. You could be born in Kansas. Then you come to New York when you're 32 years old and you're living hard in New York for 10 years, you then identify as a New Yorker.
1: You're there, there's a, a Yorker.
0: moment where you can identify as a New Yorker. You could also come from anywhere, and from any country or any place, and be in New York for a little while, and you start identifying as a New Yorker. And as long as you stay hard for the rest of your life, then you are a New Yorker.
2: You know how I, so you know, I think that I'm moment could be? That moment is, is when you can provide directions to someone to get from somewhere to somewhere on the train. Like you're gonna take the seven to Times Square, then you're gonna take the EFG uptown, and then you're gonna be fine, and you can take the four, five, or six cross town, and, and you that's how you get there. You know, I mean that's
0: or when you're in New York. maybe you're smoking weed in a duct tape basement in the South Bronx <laughs> and you don't find your way home for three days and you figure it out. It's only your first night in New York City, but that's where <laughs> I took you. And uh and then you make it back to your apartment and throw up the next day you're in New York. There you There's go. Is that too?
2: That that can happen. Yeah. That could be it.
0: So so uh, I had to go corral the dog, dog corraler on top of it. Is this how podcasts works? You get interrupted, you leave and you come back. So how do you guys do it?
4: Not usually if I can't handle okay. it, but you know, sometimes it just has to go that way. All right. So we're all flexible here. Cool. Um, so the theme of this show, because I was kind of like, yeah, you know, with, with cannabis, with our cannabis crowd, we have to somehow like weave... Storyline, um, but what I was noticing was, you know, we're in November now. This is supposed to be like what Thanksgiving is our big holiday. Nobody gives thanks. Nobody gives. There's like a complete opposite mentality happening. Everybody's getting geared up for. for uh, Don't speak for me, bro. Well, no, you. That's why I. Brought, that's why when I when I had you on the show, I was like, well, here's a guy that I know gives. And I know it's thankful, um, but I think that's kind of what we wanted to convey on this show was the idea of sort of paying things forward and, and, and using this month to kind of maybe maybe make up for for the rest of the the year that we seem to forget about it. But um, that would be nice. Yeah, and I, and I think now I think we're we're all kind of at that point where it seems like everybody's looking for some positive stuff. So we're going to go on the more positive note this this week since there's been so much weirdness out there and people in this in-between in limbo zone. But um, one of the things that we talked about last time and you were telling me, which I think would really resonate with our crowd was um, your Sunnyside
0: uh, campaign that you're doing for... Sunny Center. Or Sunny Center, sorry. Sunny Center. Sunny Side is how you get your eggs, bro. Well, Sunny Side is where I was In Queens, <laughs> oh, too. Sunny that's where, side, that's yeah. where I was from. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: That's where I'm from. Um, but yeah, the Sunny Side. Tell me a little bit about that, because that's something I think people really would, you know, dig.
0: Well, and if you're hearing this, I mean, you could just follow up. It's, it's worth a little bit of a deep dive. I'll throw out the name for you. Sunny Jacobs and Peter Pringle. Sunny Jacobs... Was the f- I, I don't know if she was the first woman, but I know when she was put on death row in Florida, she was the only woman on death row in Florida. They had to build a special death row for her, for um, I think killing a state two state troopers was the charge. She and her husband uh, they were wrongfully convicted. Um, when you kill a state trooper or any law enforcement officer or anything like that in prison, you get an extra hard time. Of course, if that's possible, Sonny Jacobs. Um, I think, 11 years in solitary and 14 years on death row. Um, Her husband, um, after they were arrested, she never saw him again. He went to a different facility, and he was executed in the electric chair after 10 years. He was intentionally poorly executed because they believed, or not believed, but because he was convicted of killing a police officer um, with something like they, they put, you're supposed to put a special kind of sponge in your little electrocution helmet, you know, to really give good conductivity, but they put the wrong kind of sponge in there, a dry sponge, I forget the detail, but so that it wouldn't kill him right away and his head would kind of go on fire and they had to do it three times. It was a really botched execution. He was executed after 10 years. I think they stopped doing the electric chair in that state after that electrocution because of the problems for that. So she never saw him again. They had a wonderful written correspondence during the time they were in prison. The real killer was known the whole time. Um, he took a deal and pointed it towards them, or whatever. He was arrested and murdered some other people, I think, during his time out. Eventually, went to jail, and so Sonny Jacobs did this time in prison. <clears throat> uh, she had, a, I think, her baby was around one year old in the back of the car with her when she got arrested, and um, so as Sonny would say in her own words, you know, she went in as a mother, a wife, and a daughter, and she came out as a widow and an orphan. (laughs) It's just what a trip. So Sonny Jacobs, I bow on the altar to Sonny Jacobs. I love Sonny. We have an incredible relationship for a long time now. And when she was out speaking about capital punishment, which she has a really good case to speak out against capital punishment, um, she met a guy named Peter Pringle. Peter Pringle I think he did 17 years in some Irish shithole prison. He was a drunk guy walking along. They just picked him up. He got nothing to do with anything. He was just a, just a drunk dude. And uh, he had a rough go of it where they put him. It wasn't a nice trip he had. And so they were out together um, talking about prison reform and speaking out. And they fell in love. And um, some friends of mine and I, we hosted their kind of little wedding and sent them on their honeymoon and everything And what Sonny and Peter have done the entire time I've known them is take people, exonerees, that get out of prison. For example, everything I'll tell you are true stories with names. I may not reveal them all in this podcast. But let's just say you did 29 years in max for a rape and murder that you didn't commit. And now they let you out because the Innocence Project, thank God for the Innocence Project, found DNA evidence that totally exonerated you. By the way, in almost every case you'll ever hear me talk about, if the guy did 29 years and was exonerated through DNA evidence through the Innocence Project, they've probably been working on his case for 20 fucking years. And they probably have exonerating evidence for 10 or 15 years until they can get them out. Sometimes five years. That would be pretty quick. Many times there is exonerating evidence that the prosecutor in the DA's office does not want to give you. Like they have the DNA, but you ask for it, they say, we're not going to give it to you. So then you have to apply, you have to do a motion, you have to do a thing. And you'll, you'll probably get it 18 months later while your buddy is rotting in jail. And it also might be that when they finally come to turn it over, they may have lost it. It happens. It's small evidence. So... Sonny and Peter, what they do is they take that guy when he's like steps out of jail and gets like $12 in a bus ticket, like in a movie, like the stuff in your envelope you went in with. Now, where is your family and friends for these 29 years? It's pretty much, you know, uh, scattered. I mean, sometimes you don't have anybody left. Sometimes people in your family and friends think you did do the murder. And maybe it's of your sister. I mean, who knows, right, what you're coming out into. Very small percentage of exonerees get money. You hear about a guy getting $2 million, $3 million. That usually takes two to five years after you get out you apply for some compensation. It's generally, and it goes state by state, you get like $100,000 a year. But in any anyway, event, like 91% of people that get out of prison that are exonerated don't they get a
4: $100,000 per year that they were in jail. Yeah, so
0: like if you're in jail for 20 years and right. you have a good state and a good case and great lawyers and everything right, you and jail. you can blow that, by the way, and, I, and I'll get to that. But we have, a, if you come out of jail and you start to earn money, they'll deny your claims. We just had a guy, did 14 years on death row, Clemente Shorty Aguirre, another great friend of mine, amazing spiritual light in our life who did nothing wrong. That's the most amazing story. Um, They just turned him down in Florida again for any money. For killing, by the way, um, a woman, a, a mother and grandmother... The woman, I think she was stabbed 135 times or something in the chest, and then the knife was plunged into the grandmother's heart and fell out on it in the wheelchair. He discovered this scene. The sociopathic psychopath daughter, you know, one's like 30, one's 60, one's 80, whatever, um, she had confessed to these crimes. Her blood was at the scene. She told someone in a in a mental institutional lockup that she was in that if she ever gets out, she's going to stab her mother 135 times. it sticking her grandmother's heart. <laughs> I mean, it's so much. Right. She is free today, by the way, and has never done a day in jail. They covered up her evidence, and they put Shorty in jail for 14 years. The nicest bible toady guy you'll ever meet, by the way, and I can't say that about all of them because I got a lot of... You know, there's a lot of half-assed criminals and non-saints, but they did not get accused. They did not get convicted of the crime that they were accused of. So in any event, Sonny and Peter, we decided to make this thing together, inspired them. We call it the Sonny Center. The Sonny Center is basically was Sonny Jacobs and Peter Pringle's tiny little cottage in rural Ireland. We Pick the guy up when he gets out of prison. And we send them to Sonny and Peter's house. And I mean immediately. And we found out that immediately is really important. It is, um, there's no handbook written on this. How do we take care of exonerees? That's the subject. In my opinion, and in in the core of every fiber of my body, because this shit really sticks in my fucking throat, I got to tell you. You know, you get hit by a car, your kid gets leukemia, your son overdoses, a lot of bad shit happens in this world. But these cases, these are not typos. This is not like, he really did look exactly like Dave. You know, we pick up; It's almost never, in every case that I've ever known about, it's been prosecutorial misconduct, suppression of evidence, getting rid of evidence. Yeah, before and, I get to, the, get, it, get to the end. And so here's the thing. I've thought about this for a long time, for 10 years. Why? Why would uh, this law enforcement uh, detail, why, why the Central Park Five? You don't have to pick any case. I know, you know, the Central Park Five. Why? why go after those guys what are you doing what what is the end? what is your end game to get those guys in prison when you have nothing on them and you're con- conjuring stuff up to get them and you're lying and you're risking your career and the prosecutor is on your side and why are you doing all that and i believe today it's just expediency i'm sure there's racism in there somewhere but these are more like cases where hey listen we got to get the guy off our back let's just Close it on Friday so we could go out drinking and get home early or something. Just like, just to get it over with. In Shorty's case, uh, Clemente Aguirre, they have absolutely nothing on him. They, they have all the evidence on the girl. I mean, why not go after the girl? Shorty didn't speak a word of English. He got a court-appointed attorney. He sat in court quietly. He had no idea what was happening. And then they told him through translation, you just got the death penalty. And he's like, how could that be? How could that be? The guy's travels in his life, by the way, is I get to know these people from South America to Florida. It's one of the most harrowing, incredible stories ever, where MS-13 is in his town. They killed his best friend right in front of his house. They put two guns to his head. His mother said, you got to get out of this town. They're going to kill you. And he got out of the town. He made his way to Nicaragua where things got worse. He swam across the Rio Grande. He got to Florida. He met his relative. He got a job as a busboy. You know, so Clemente's out today. So the Sonny Center, you'd go to Sonny and Peter's house and just like addiction or anything else, you know, um, you don't really want to hear from Peter Tunney why you should be so grateful after doing 29 years in Max, you know, but you could listen to people that have done 20 years in Max for sure. I think pretty much those are the only people that have any cred with you. So Sonny and Peter take him in and uh, God bless these people. That guy lives like, it's like a two bedroom house that share the wall. That guy's living like right next to them in their personal space. They do that since I've known them around 11 months a year, they have an exonery living in their house with them and what they feel and what they know and their experience in this is, for example, I'll just tell you what they do. And these are their solutions. They've figured it out. They have a garden. They have chickens, you pick your own vegetables. You take a walk with the dogs down by the stream. You collect firewood, all this kind of stuff. That's what exonerees do there. And I called Peter one day and I said, You know, how is this guy doing? He's been there for about two weeks. He said, Oh, we're still just in the listening phase right now. He's in the anger phase. So we're just listening. That's the therapy. And that has to happen. That guy has to. Say. I'm was crying telling you this because it's so hardcore that guy for 29 years is now in that house with Sonny and Peter, and he's just spilling his guts to them, and there the healing begins, so we've raised money along the way, it's not a subject people are really into amazingly, I feel like it should be a law that if if we find out that you put this guy away on fake evidence and you took 15 years out of his life and the cases are just unbelievably harrowing, the guy married a girl of his dreams and they had a home invasion. They beat her to death, raped her, lit her on fire. I mean, just the worst shit ever. They hogtied him and beat the living shit out of him. And the cops came and found him hogtied with footprints on his back and all these injuries. He did 15 years for his wife's murder. She would say, well, how is that possible? Ask him. His name is Barry. And uh, oh, no, that's the that's, It's not Barry. But I met him. He, he looks like an accountant. 15 years. By the way, the woman he was desperately in love with, really a soulmate, the light of his life, like married under a year, was murdered brutally in front of his face. And then he does the time for that, and the in laws might have thought he did it. And the people, what kind of hell is this guy going through? Then you find out that they untied him, they took off the shirt, they never told anyone he was tied up, and all this kind of bullshit. And meanwhile, there's always a double whammy, which is the guilty guy is out there doing more shit. Mm-hmm. So Barry does 14 years in jail, 15 years in jail. Um, You know, it's it's just you we it should be a law was going to be my point. You got to buy that guy a house and give him 200 grand a year for the rest of his fucking life and say, I'm sorry. Like, you have to take care of that guy. I can't help you with everyone that gets hit and run and drunk driving and disease. But that's not a typo. We did that to him. We we did months and years of paperwork and lines to crush this guy. And then we discover that cold, which is very hard, by the way, because they're fighting you. And we have it. And the judge says, yeah, these cops, by the way, there's no DAs going to jail. There's no prosecutors going to jail. There's no cops going to jail for this shit rarely rarely i mean it's not even worth talking about the amount of cases where they get caught for that they want to protect their records they want to have wins they don't want to give up prosecuted cases et cetera. they know um it should be a law that we take care of these people the exonerees at this time during quarantine i was on the phone with Sonny last week and we were talking about this guy this is the last one and that will slow down on this but his name is paul hildwin <laughs> paul hildwin did 34 years 34 years for a crime he did not commit in max. For 33 years, what Paul Hildwyn thought about was putting his bare foot into damp green grass because he only lived in concrete and steel. And he got out. I put it on my Instagram the other day. You see him with his bare feet in front of the courthouse stepping in that green grass. And he told me that when he stepped on that grass, he came to life again. The picture on my Instagram. I sent him a gratitude print because he told me he's one of the most grateful people in the world. I was like, dude, come on! I got a beautiful wife, two kids. I live on the beach. Nothing ever. About- How you think you're going to be more grateful than me? Plus, I should be dead about a thousand times. He said, you know, Peter, you have hundreds of people caring about you, trying to get you out of prison, loving you up, total strangers. And then when you get out, they take care of you and give you a house. So I have that. I'm so grateful, man. My experience with 35 exonerees that I've met, shaking hands with, know their stories. When they get up to the microphone at a fundraising dinner, the first thing they say is, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much to the Innocence Project. They're grateful people. And what they are is masters of quarantine. So I'll end this part with this on Paul Hildwin. Paul Hildwin, I could be wrong a day on the date, but this is how it went down. Paul Hildwin finally got out on like March 9th. We have four houses now in Tampa called the Sunny Center. We have, and it's full right now, we have four exonerees living in their houses. Friends of mine put in money and bought them these houses. We have someone that manages it. You know, it's a project. And listen, it's a dicey project. It's a difficult population of people to deal with on a daily basis for uh, numerous reasons. By the way, two of our exonerees, uh, one just got out of the hospital for like major sublime surgery. The other guy got cancer three times in prison. That's Paul. He's out, he's healthy, he's barbecuing today probably. Um, so... Paul Hildwyn, um, I sent him this gratitude print. There's a picture of him sitting there with that gratitude print behind him in his house. He never had a key to anything. Never opened a door to go to the bathroom for 34 years. And uh, so that's where he's at the Sunny Center. And we there's only a few hundred exonerees every year, if that. We should take care of every one of them. So what we're trying to do for the last 10 years, let's say, is like we're trying to write the handbook on what is the recovery arc look like for an exoneree? What should we do for him? What can't you do? We've learned both ways. What you can't do is like give the guy a million dollars and turn him loose into the neighborhood he came from. That's not a great idea idea for everybody. Um, Several really powerful exonerees have become lawyers that work for the Innocence Project all of them that i'm aware of and know of that are still saying there's a lot of people that are really broken by the way that i can't reach that no one can reach and they will die a miserable death somehow because they're not coming back from the trauma they went through And i don't blame them i don't know how they got to here i don't know how they do it um,
4: well i mean the yeah. key is the key is with anybody coming out of a institution you mean. America is so institutionalized when it comes to school, when it comes to, I mean, we're, we're kind of like groomed for prison <laughs> from a young age here because we have this whole idea that that's going to make people better for somehow. And we, I, one thing we have figured out is that, like, in Holland, uh, the difference of the, like people would, the jails there were like open door from cell to cell, PlayStation in their fucking cells. I mean, totally different vibe. But, you know, it wasn't like people were running to get into jail. Whereas here it's almost like the opposite, where people get so institutionalized that they don't, they can't survive when they get outside. Like they get out and their lives are twisted. Like okay, said, so let well,
2: me Peter jump. Peter says okay. to me before the show started, we're talking about you know yeah. me growing up in Flushing and him coming to Flushing. the The apartment building on Cassina where I lived was I, I had to be fifteen stories tall, twenty apartments on a floor. It it looked like a jail when you were inside. I mean, my whole yeah. memory oh, of yeah. childhood is getting in a tiny elevator, getting up to a floor where I don't even know how people got furniture up there.
0: You know, I Well, there's a think. lot of apartment buildings that today looks like a Nairobi prison. That's how they build them, right? It's yeah. horrible. But don't yeah, but get me started. I'm going to drop another name on us. So there's a guy. This is a, this is a guy who's in jail right now. He's not out. His name is Rob Will. That's like a Kurt Vonnegut name, right? Like, like he's been robbed of his will, right? <laughs> right? Rob Will makes art in prison. A friend of mine at the Innocence Project's in touch with him a lot. Rob Will was convicted of killing a police officer in Texas. That is not what you want to get convicted of, believe me. That's worst place, worst state, worst crime. Rob Will goes on death row. He has been in his cell... He's about 40 now. He went in when he was 20 or 20 and a half or 19, I forget. But he kind of went in when he's 20, now he's 40. He's been in 20 years. He has been confined to a six-foot by nine-foot cage 23 hours a day for the last 20 years, from 20 to 40 years old. He's in that cage. I don't give a shit what you did. I don't want to put anybody in a cage like that for a long time. So Rob makes art, and... My friend Jason, the great Jason Flom, um, said, We're going to give Rob Will an art show. You're an art curator, Tony. You should help us do an art show. So we gave Rob Will an art show. I didn't really have that much to do with it, but I went there. And there's an artist statement. Rob Will wrote an artist statement. I was so curious to read this little artist statement they put on the wall. I'm gonna paraphrase badly here, but here's what Rob Will's art statement read. I've remembered it almost perfectly, but I'm gonna give it to you quickly. He wrote this. Here's how it starts. Here's his art statement, Rob Will, artist statement. He said, wow, what a beautiful world. I just can't believe it. You You know, my first seven years, all I did was read philosophers, but that led me into biology. But now the last few years, I'm into quantum physics. Wow, it's amazing. I'm sitting here in my small room, and I'm exploring the universe, and I'm learning so much. I'm so engaged. I just can't wait tomorrow to get to Chapter 11 in my new quantum physics books. I wouldn't have even been able to understand it a year ago. And then I'm going to do my exercise, and I'm making art, that's Rob Will. So Rob Will has the answers for all of us. If that, he didn't go in like that, by the way. He was kind of a petty thief or something. He was not a perfect guy. But the guy he was with shot a cop. And Rob Will also happened to get shot or had some injury, got shot in the hand or something during this thing. And the guy who did it, they know who he was. He was the son of a very decorated police officer during Rob Will's trial. Every single seat in the um, in the courtroom was filled up with fully dressed police officers and by the way i'm not an anti-police guy that was called the blue wall they put rob will away rob will did not kill the police officer the police captain or whatever he was son killed the police officer it's quite known by all parties it's known today by all parties and that guy is in jail for another kind of murder or something else and rob will that guy was that guy charged the end for it no for something else so rob will has run out of his appeals because he can't, so he's really between a rock and a hard place. He's waiting for some legislation to drop that says you can appeal based on whatever these new parameters are, because he's not able to appeal. Everyone knows he's innocent. And Rob Will is probably not going to get out of jail anytime soon, but we're trying. So that guy's statement, he's not what you said. He's not broken. Rob Will, to me, is just one of the most fantastic human beings I've ever heard about. And I've never met him, but I know him that he wrote that artist's statement after 20 years in jail, that means it's possible. You can be super engaged in joy and beautiful. That's the big lesson. Uh, that's the end of the podcast for me. Boom, drop the mic. I mean, if you could like do that, that cigar. He's come done. out like that. I don't expect you to. I expect you to come out pissed off and rip-roaring full of vengeance because I would fucking be. And so I've learned so much from these guys. This group of people that I know, these exonerees are so powerful. They've got so many lessons. Sonny Jacobs. Sonny Jacobs is a light that comes in the room and you feel embarrassed. She's unbelievable. This little lady walks in. She's got the power. And so we're trying to figure out what is the handbook? How do we take care of exonerees? Who's going to fund that? I think it has to be a responsibility. Listen, we paid our tax money to put these guys in jail. You should pay your tax money to help them. It's just unbelievable to me. So I'll probably be on
2: that cause till I die. Way too logical. We don't take care of uh, everyday citizens in this country. You know, we had had to have a conversation when when the whole pandemic began that there is a a group, uh, a demographic of children whose only healthy meal they get is at school. So
0: they're in America, in America,
2: in America. Well, listen. Come on. It, it, we are we are a very polarized nation, and it doesn't surprise me that no one wants to take up the cause of saving someone who, in their mind, is still guilty, no matter how much, because they're going to. They, that's how they
0: rationalize it. Now, right? By when the you way, have- so that's that's innocent people that, and you know, innocent is a relative term, right? They might have done something else. Who gives a shit? The Central Park Five kids may have been smoking weed and throwing rocks. Who gives a shit? Yeah. They didn't gang rape that woman. Mm-hmm. Somebody else did. Right. And by the way, in, this, in the Central Park Five case, it's one of the craziest cases ever because all the cops um, videotape the confessions that they coerced out of these kids by lying to them. It's all bullshit. It's all tape. They were proud of it, they came up with it. You know Well, you're so, talking about the New York city police force.
2: I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> and listen, <laughs> you, if I'm in I, I, trouble,
0: I'm glad to see cops around. I don't have in me. And listen, I was a gangster from New York. I did everything. I don't want to confess to anything on your listen, podcast. You know, but I did a lot, but I still love and respect police. Like I love and respect doctors. I know some nefarious doctors, dude. There's sure. a lot of bad doctors out there. There's a lot of bad shrinks. A lot of big gynecologists, you know, fingering every patient or whatever. There's, there's all this stuff in every profession. And they go down once in a while.
2: What time is it? You know? How long did it take to get there?
0: Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. It's just that I happened to know one who was like <laughs> the top gynecologist you know, and uh, walked on water. Bernie Madoff walked on water. Walked on water, revered by the Jewish community every day until the exact day when he said, I'm so sorry, I never even made any investments. I'm just fucked up. And, what? I mean, that's, I mean, So it, I mean it's young, the same for me with police, with everything. Well, that's, and I that think is police danger, are
4: more is, inclined. That is the danger, though, is that when you get to the point where you, people don't respect or, you know, want anything to do with the police, then you end up with the same problem that they have. You know, the reason why uh, you have problems in shitty neighborhoods is because... The people that are there that actually aren't dealing drugs or, you know, doing anything crazy, they they can't call the cops because they're in a situation where if they did, then they will be a target. Well, then
0: then we're back a little bit to systemic racism when we're talking about incarceration. You know, I saw stats somewhere that said, like, 51 percent of all crack is smoked by white dudes. But ninety-four percent of everyone in jail for crack is black. So you got, you right. know, it's like that. Oh yeah. And so there is so much of that. That goes back to redlining. Neighborhood, what do you mean they invented shopping.
2: those? They invented those in in New York, right? Cocaine, since it was considered a white man's drug, you got six months or maybe a suspended sentence. The same amount of crack cocaine, you did time,
0: and you did. Well, you know, it's a hundred to one. Is the legislation right? Yeah. That was like yeah, federal yeah. legislation, like one gram of. Um, crack equals a hundred grams of coke, and you get these sentences. You know,
4: yeah. Well, it's, last it's week back when we in had the, Blue in the show. Days. He was saying
0: how they, when
4: they changed that, w- once they sort of realized that and changed the laws again, then they let a lot of people out because they were, you know, and they let them out with a smile and a sorry,
0: guys. You well, know, didn't me, give, any, didn't give me, them anything. Let, any let me bring it the back out. to cannabis. You know, we go back to like Reefer Madness, the movie, right? I did the after-party for Reefer Madness off-Broadway in New York City. Some friends of mine ran. It was amazing. But there's another documentary, if you never saw it, it's called The House We Live In. It's produced by Brad Pitt and Russell Simmons, a bunch of guys. And it talks about all this kind of systemic, um, systemic racism resulting in... Um, drug laws. Yeah, drug laws and Rockefeller laws and all this kind of stuff. And uh, federal judges are resigning because they don't want to give a 20-year-old kid 20 years in jail. But they have to. It's a mandatory thing. But they right. talked about it. it was so interesting how it was Asians using opium in California. And then it was weed, right? It was Mexicans, gonna, Mexicans And they have and every president saying, this is the worst thing we've ever had. Then the president says, cocaine is the scourge of this country. It's the worst thing. The next president said, crack cocaine is the worst thing we've ever had in this country. Fentanyl is the worst thing. And you keep saying that as you just incarcerate minorities as you go that's really what what was happening right and so we did that i mean wouldn't you feel silly or not silly is the wrong word feel ashamed and horrible for putting someone in jail for smoking weed where you guys are smoking weed on the podcast you got four or five hundred thousand people sitting in jail for having a bag of fucking weed Mm -hmm. and meanwhile you have subprime mortgage crisis one guy fabrice whatever his name was the minorest cog in anything Nobody went to jail for subprime. Nobody, not a day, brother. Mm-hmm. Not well, not a day for rocking the whole country, stealing everything. If you and I went around this corner, we robbed Olive Garden of three hundred dollars today, you're gonna get like fifteen years in jail. What do you right. mean? They
2: said ninety percent of Congress and the Senate all sold stock prior to the lockdown and COVID beginning, because they all had insider information as to what was going to happen in this country. Yeah, and sure. they're all getting reelected right now.
0: Let you me know? tell you funny thing about it is, they all, the great part of what you just said is a lot of people sold stock Right before the pandemic, right? when we knew there was pandemic. But, guess but not what? two
2: weeks beforehand, they knew. They all they lost
0: sold. their ass because the stock market went up. Surprise! <laughs> so crazy, right? Yeah. You know, I'll give you a quick one. You know, Martha Stewart, when she sold her ImClone stock, which I could do a whole podcast on because it's just fucking Shakespearean, right? But she got the tip from the chairman, Sam Waxall, Said, so, listen, Martha, I got the letter from the FDA today. It said they're never gonna approve our drug. Sell your stock. A little memo on her memo pad. He called her and stuff. I believe he took her down. It's the only one she he called, knowing she would do it. She sold her four thousand shares of stock at fifty-four dollars. And the stock went to fifty, right? Here's what happened. Sam went to jail. Martha went to jail for lying that she ever got the call. She didn't get any other jail for stock. manipulation. She, she got jail for perjury, for lying about that she sold. By the way, you're talking about like $20,000 that she saved. She had 4,000 shares of stock. It went down five points. However, Sam Waxhaw's incredible brother took over the company. And I know Sam for like 22 years. He was a champion of this anti-cancer therapy. And he pounded, He was an MD, PhD, SEC certified. You know, he was a smart guy across the board. And he raised a lot of money for this, and he thought it was going to work. And it must have been, you get a, there's a letter you get from the FDA that says, hey, you're going to have to redo a part of the trial. There's a lot of letters you get. There's one letter you get that says, we looked at your data. We are not going to review your trial, and we are never going to review it again. Done. That's your done letter. Sam got that letter for done him. letter. We get the done, done, the done letter. Done letter. <laughs> However, his brother came back in and got things straightened out and got the thing approved because it does work in Europe and the stock went to 80. And while Martha Stewart is sitting in jail for saving four points by getting the call, the stock was up 30 points. How do you feel about that, Martha? Good Great. call. Um, so it's kind of like that. That I love that these politicians probably all went short in the market, you know, thinking we're going to doomsday, and then the market takes off. Who I'm not inventors? saying they shorted the market. I'm saying they got
2: out of certain industries. They got out of any yeah. of their airline stocks. Yeah. Any ah. of the entertainment crews, then anything they that was involved in hotels. Sure. Anything like that, they got out of, and they went heavy on shipping.
0: I wonder if First they were that transit smart companies to just get out of those. I mean, airlines for sure.
2: Yeah, so, so it, 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 yeah. they... There's a lot
4: of stuff going on. So know, the, the funny thing, though, is like, the people that get in trouble are the ones that are like... Try, usually it's the people that are actually not trying to beat the system the entire time. It's always those people that are Dude, doing it the first... They're, somebody like, they're gets the a the call one, from a
0: easy, friend. Fruit, you you know just I mean? throw them under the bus because the other people are protected. I mean, the subprime mortgage crisis is really unbelievable. There's even been movies made about it, right? Like, there's a the lot of shorts. information known. What about the ratings agency, Moody's and Standard and Poor's? They had to rate all that paper A. Someone is rating D paper A and making a ton of money off it. They never even asked him a question. They've never—you don't even know their names, bro. They've never been on to the—they're they're rating D paper A so the guy could sell it for sixty billion instead of six billion. Sure. And then when they well, found out the it was only worth six billion, he had quit the company and was on his yacht. Right. Done. Those are the real stories of subprime mortgage, you know? That's some crazy banana shit. Nobody, nobody goes to jail. Please. I enjoyed the movie, The Big Short.
2: That I thought it was fantastic, and have, I keep it saved on my DirecTV list. It's, it's great. It's great. It, you know,
0: it's, I know um, those kids. We were on a hedge fund conference together, and the guy's name, Michael Hill, forget his name, but he's been a speaker two times with me on things. It, it's just fascinating to talk to him, you know? But there are other guys that really made... Those guys made a little bit of money. These other guys made big money. They made $10 here and there. So um, I'm going to give... Yeah, we haven't really talked about anything. I was just kind of rambling in a weird show's conversation. Is that how this... That's the show.
2: Pretty much how
0: That's our our construct.
2: Wait, no, wait. But do any of the people you know from this project that got released, have any of them decided to take up growing cannabis? And if so, what gear do they run?
0: Um, They're probably afraid to go anywhere near anything like that, you know, for violations. But um, it it definitely
4: would be down the road if if you had. um, I think it would be great to have
0: exonerees and um, convicted felons that are out. And to give them jobs in the cannabis industry, I think it's fucking right? Sure. of course, because it's like
4: again, yeah. we we started talking about it on the last show too, where the people that are <laughs> the ones that get like go to jail for cannabis should almost be fast tracked into like giving the job right out of the gate because it's like officers they, they training it. program. They need it, and they obviously are <laughs> that is their or jam, right? And they went to jail for it, so you know I think it would be a, a pretty easy way to to get the right people on the right uh, path. <laughs> also, just connection to to plants when you're like you need that you need something to take like you've been in a situation where you couldn't take care of anything not even you know barely yourself for so many years and then you have you know to give them the responsibility but
0: keep it low low impact you know what i mean there's no reason look at paul heldwin you know i'm gonna weave a little bit of cannabis in here i'll use the word grass right in prison 34 years he wants to put his foot onto green grass and get recharged by the earth and the grass and the dew and the thing, and he did, and he did, and he came back to life. Wow, right? It's amazing because you can't go step on a metal scale; that's not going to do anything for you, right? So it's really those, organic. His toes. It's really organic. It's interesting. Grass. He stepped on grass, right? Well, I think, it, it,
4: I think it's like the it, what I was saying earlier too. When people come out of prison, they they're, they're Fucking really lost because things are just like changing on a daily like even if you went out of circulation for a year and came back, the fuck's TikTok? What the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? And I was in a like I was at a supermarket one time and I saw a guy staring at the automatic check thing like it was a fucking alien to him, right? And he Probably was sitting, and I just looked at him and then I looked at his jacket and he had like a real late eighties, early nineties jacket on. And I was like, that jacket would never have survived this long unless it was like in a closet somewhere for 20 plus years. And this guy was just like in shock at what is going. He was couldn't believe what was going on. And the, the woman came over to help him out and show him how to use a scanner. And as I walked out, I was just thinking to myself like, damn it must be so weird to come out like of that bubble that you've been in and you could tell this guy had been in the bubble since at least by the jacket i would say it was fubu pre-fubu you know i mean it was like it was old (laughs) My,
0: my entire platform is this if you're cool in here then you're cool that's my entire platform right and so you know we talk about, well, you were in jail. Well, not everyone is just like doing yoga, reading books and becoming a better person. There's a lot of shit that goes down they're not. in jail. There's a, there's, they're not. There's a lot of mental shit, um, whether you're guilty or innocent, that they're doing to you that is so dehumanizing, you know? And when you do that, like B.F. Skinner was a real person, you know what I mean? And they're, we, we really can be conditioned into certain things and then be reconditioned, of course. But it's so crazy and barbaric the way we do it. Look. Oh, shit. (laughs) I have some.
2: (laughs) Right in a good part of the story, you fucking disconnect the video, Adam.
0: Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm just about to stripping you down naked and hosing you off and showering with men and no privacy. But you know, different countries do it differently. There was a great sixty minutes about these German prisons, where upon entry you have the key to your cell. They immediately get you going on a craft or a thing that you learn, and it's unbelievable. They have like no recidivism. So there's great models for prison systems on planet Earth of rehabilitating your prisoners because you're going to get them back. They're coming back, baby. How's that for irony?
2: It's 2020, and you are using an example of a good prison system, holding them up as Germany. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That, to me, says we here are so fucked. We are so yeah, And you so know that's a terrible prison
0: reputation is Japan? <laughs> Japan, I think there's like, you're not allowed to ever speak When you're in the workroom, you can't look at anybody. You got to keep your head down. They have them working away like 15 hours a day in silence. And they believe like the prison system in Japan would say, like the sign on the door says, we not only want to steal your time, we want to steal your soul and your mind while you're here. That's your penalty. And this idea of the penalty, of the penalty, you You did did this so you should get that. You stole five hundred million dollars, so you get home arrest for six months. You stole five hundred dollars, you get gang raped for twenty years. It's fucked up. It's super fucked up. It's super fucked up, and the sentencing is fucked up, and the whole thing is so brutal. Why? I would like to really punish the guy. I would like to punish the guy that stole the five hundred million. Let him let him eat shit and wash dishes for a couple years. Learn his lesson, right? The so many of the of the more difficult populations, um I was just talking to someone, you know the movie Monster with Charlize Theron? So I was talking to someone who was in prison with her for minor crimes long before she became the serial killer monster, Eileen Warhose. And uh she was telling me that in prison, this is someone who did time with her. Um, you know, I was just talking to someone on the phone who was incarcerated and no longer is, and was innocent. And I was mentioning the thing about a monster, and she said, oh, I did time with Aileen. She was so nice. She said, really, what was she like? She was the most timid person in our prison. Her job was to organize the board games and stuff and put them away. That was always the lowest responsibility job. She stayed out of someone's way. She was in for shoplifting or prostitution. She didn't remember, but it wasn't a heavy crime. And um, when she got out, something happened to her. She got brutally raped or something. And she just snapped and wanted to kill every man that wanted to fuck a prostitute. And that's what she did, you know? So Eileen Warnos becomes the monster, but something happened to her. If your father has sexually abused you from when you're 10 to 20 years old and you come out and beat someone up, I get it, bro. I don't even know how you get through it. So there's so much of this, this is wound up that these are horrible people and they can't do this. You have a lot of victims of household abuse, sexual abuse that end up committing the same crimes that happened to them. That's a big cycle that happens, you know. And so just to have a little more compassion and think about like no one has any sympathy for Eileen Warnos. But I do. I do. I do. And so I started off this conversation saying when I got into this exoneree thing with Sonny and Peter and Jason Flom and learned more about it, I have so much compassion and empathy for this innocent person going to jail. It's kind of all of our nightmares. You know, like you hang up this podcast, you leave your building and outside there's four cops. You're Like, what are you guys doing here? Like you're under arrest. You're like, for what? I just gave a podcast. We have a description matching you. You're like, I'm going to call my lawyer and be out of jail tonight. But how about this? You never... Leave jail from that moment. They lock you up. They hold you during your trial. At the end, then you get your 20 years. Right. And 20 years later, we get you out, and you're back on the podcast. Well, like, how was that, buddy? Well, what'd you do? You didn't know you walked outside. It's like the ultimate nightmare, right? right. Of just just getting picked up for no reason and well, going no, and, through And, that and we
4: used to always cons- like. I mean, America used to be this whole thing where we thought we were all. Oh yeah, that's America. America. That don't happen in America. America. It happens in Russia. It happens over here. It happens. In, and now you start to see it closing in. Where you're like, you know, once like if you're involved well, in cannabis or anything, you you know friends who have yeah. gotten conspiracy charges oh, or yeah. something like that, and you're just like, what? So wait a minute. So those guys talked about doing something that they never did, and they went to jail for it. Like holy fuck. So we've seen the kind of. Well,
0: that not only is it worse, and taking um, and taking your. I, mean, but I we here. we have the most prisoners. Oh we win. Yeah, we're- we have the most prisoners by far. I, you know, I wish I had the stats here. I'm tempted to look them up, but I'll just say the oh, wrong shit. Yeah. It's something like we have like 60% of all the world's female prisoners in American prisons, well, or so. 70%. We- so, hugely, high, like other countries don't have hundreds of thousands of women in prison for right. whatever. Well, we because they haven't
2: I mean, monetized that's... their prison system. Well, it's privatized business. So prisons are big business. Not we have only, two
0: and a half million people in prison, bro. Not,
4: not only privatized yeah. prisons, but also uh, So
2: people working in
4: prisons, making all sorts of products. I mean, we're, it slowly gets to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Like, we, well, there's a, place, right? there's a machine. There's a machine of incarceration.
0: In there's a machine of incarceration. You get rewarded for putting people in jail. You get awarded for making arrests. You get awarded for giving out traffic tickets. And then... Then we punish you because you committed the crime. What we should do, really, and this makes me sound like a kook, what we should do when you are oh, in no, prison— Oh, no, that's way in the rearview mirror, okay, Peter. <laughs> —is we should love you up. Mm-hmm. That's what we should do. We should show you love and compassion. Someone should say to you, how did you feel when you plunged a knife into her chest? How do you feel about that today? One mm. thing you do know today is there are many cases— of just, for example, of the husband and wife whose daughter was brutally murdered, meeting the murderer in prison. He's never getting out, by the way. But after four or five years, they wanted to go meet him, and he wanted to meet them. These things are well-documented, easily Googleable. They've been on 60 Minutes. They've been on everywhere. You know, 60 Minutes is like, do you mean to tell me you're going to have lunch today with the guy that chopped your daughter up and stuff? She said, I am. And I love him. I've gotten to know him after the last 10 years. That person is also like her link to her daughter. You know what I mean? That's, that's the link that she doesn't. And the guy is a changed guy in it's prison. Last, he was a young guy. the
4: last guy. person to see her daughter. Yeah, sure. he was <laughs> a young guy. Oh, he was
0: man. a young guy. Like in the one case, I remember he was like in his 20s, stabbed the girl in the kitchen in a fight, regrets mm. it every day, really loved her, got life in jail. And the mother is visiting him. They have an incredible relationship. He's never getting out, but they talk about stuff. And here's the answer to what I'm trying to tell you, pandemic and everything, is she feels better today than she did before she met him and started talking to him. And and she's glad that he's in her life, and they're comforting each other as human beings. Dude, that's all you can do. That's all we can do, is try to be a fucking human being through all this shit. This idea of you did something wrong to me, so I'm going to blow the windows out in your car and all that. That's just like TV bullshit. That's not how the world really works. It's not how the world really works. And you get really bad results when hate begets hate begets hate begets punishment. And you know, you're talking about, yeah, this is America. Germany has a great prison system. Yeah, the irony of that is not lost on me. You yeah. know? Well, and that, you know, that becomes- Japan is a, uh, Hiroshima is a town you visit now for tourists. Like, Shit changes, bro. COVID's going to be gone. We're going to still be here. We'll be dealing with the next crazy crazy shit that's going on. What I say is you've got to keep your marbles. For me personally, the only way for me keeping my marbles, and I am certainly not a role model of fucking anything, I can guarantee you that, but is you've got to be in service to other people. You've got to. Mm -hmm. You've got to. And that's how you get through all the heavy shit. That's your only way. You got to get in service, whatever that means to you. And it might mean just not doing damage. Right. You know? But well, that's, mean, that's what you have to do. And that's, that's one thing in our,
4: in our community of the cannabis industry. is like it's always been that because, you know, we're producing, you know, you're growing your plants, you're taking care of your people. And you're hopefully uh, taking care of people who maybe don't have money by just getting, using every part of that plant, whether it be making somebody edibles or some from the scraps or making the hash or giving away some of it so someone else can do it themselves. Um, we kind of do that a lot. I think more than most most others because we have an ability to keep producing and
0: re- more and more and more. Well, the weed community is a very sharing community. You it know has what been, I mean? It has always been. Has you always. cannot sit around a table with six guys and one guy doesn't have weed and the other five guys are smoking and he wants it like that doesn't happen. Exactly. Exactly. It's exactly. A, it's, it's innate. No, in no. Wait, there.
2: that happened to me once, exactly one time, at Madison Square Garden in 1990 during the drought for a Grateful Dead show, believe it or not, these two fucking straight guy I, I mean, I i, I knew I didn't want to ask, but they were smoking some fire weed, and they looked like maybe it was their, their first or second show or something like that. And I'm like, man, any chance you want to share that? And the fucking guy looks at me and goes, you should have brought your own. And we went and found another section to dance in. All
0: right, so that <laughs> guy deserves a beating. I retract everything I said. We beat the shit out of him. No, I'm kidding, I'm
2: kidding. Exactly no. once. There
4: you go. at a show, too. That's even worse. I used
2: to bring joints just to start them up. Take a couple of hits off with your friends and then send it down the road. Giveaways. Because it was so much more enjoyable to be in a section where everyone was high than not.
0: Listen, I love this example one because it's a really, um, really perfect one. I would say it is more fun to pass a joint to someone who is dying for weed and didn't have any, then take a hit yourself. You just described Adam's life. That's kind of, that's that's baked in the industry, right?
4: Yeah, it's, it's, well, you know, and I think one of the things, like, my whole MO has always been, like, I want to get everybody in this room as high as I can. You know what I mean? That's pretty much get in the room, look around, look at the state of everybody, find the guy who needs it the most, start with him, (laughs) and then kind of work your way
0: around. I I always had those problems. I had problems with drugs, alcohol, and everything in my life, but, you know, I would have like, let's say I was hosting 20 people were coming over my house for a dinner party. So 20 people. So we ordered 20 bottles of vodka and 20 ounces uh, a week. That's just how we were. That's what I thought. I mean, I have to have their own bottle. Like, that's how I thought about it.
4: Right. Well, then good. You're, you're a good planner for a part. You're going to make sure I no, get no, you my
2: yeah, address
0: before right. we're done with the show. What was that?
2: make sure i get peter my address
0: before we're done with the show if we're going to oh you know, yeah i'm a good host i'm a good host you know. i can tell you i've taken care of everybody's. much you remind so, me of so,
4: my
2: buddy um, rl out in new york i man. wanted
4: to i wanted to uh I, i'm gonna hit chaz up and have him jump in the conversation in a second but um we let's didn't talk, say anything yet we didn't talk, go anywhere let's talk we? about let's talk about art a little bit because if we're gonna have chaz come on Well, let
0: me say one thing on here just in case anyone is actually listening I'm so suspect of the whole thing. Oh, no But this is just a way to get you. In our an 501c3 is called the Sunny Center. You can Google it. You could donate money. You could give a hundred dollars. Every bit of that money goes to like buying them uh, you know guys in our house so laundry detergent electricity whatever it's like money is really well spent and really done and no donation is too small i'd love to see some people listening donate a little money to the sunny center they need it 100 percent. no one takes care of these people dude it's like me and you listening it's us that's it
4: oh definitely i hope i hope some of the listeners do yeah. do that because uh you know again we're we're all about helping each other out um so you, so your gallery is smack dab in the middle of Wynwood Walls, which if anybody, I mean, most, most people don't know what Wynwood Walls is. You think they do, but they don't. Um, pretty much the 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 cradle of Art Basel, right? I mean, it's pretty much like...
0: I love that you say that because it never was, but no? I would say uh, Mecca for street art, you know, for sure. Right? Uh-huh. And it's so funny. We, listen, I'm going to just run on it. So Art Basel comes to Miami 10, 12 years ago, uh, Miami was not known as a place to buy art. Miami was a place known for cocaine cowboys, and um, kind of uh, trashy ghosts living on the beach and stuff like that, right? And the Rat Pack and all this kind of lore of Miami. And Miami became an art-centric place. I've been, I've been dealing in art and making art for a long time. There was only two places you ever bought art 25 years ago. London and New York. You know, that's it. You're going to buy a piece of art. A little bit, you might go to California to buy something from some rich tech guy or something, but that's it. But Miami is a legitimate place to buy art today, of course. People fly here from all over the world to buy art. Art Basel, last year I think had, I think I read they had 120,000 paid admissions to the convention center, which was Art Basel. It's a convention center with 300 booths. I personally... um, Hate anything with 300 booths. I don't, I don't like being in there, let alone if one of you. You'd my, love MJ like BizCon then. I like my place to just have one booth, the Peter Tunney booth. That's where I go, right? Yeah. So, our Basel last year, we had like 120,000 people a day. That's crazy. And we had it for a month, not for three days. And then we had 2 million people in the next five months. So, like, we're super visited, super engaged open to everybody, outdoor giant street art park. You can't turn your head anywhere without having a towering mural around you by the greatest artists in the world, including London Police, who I love. Um, so, I wouldn't say it was a cradle of Art Basel, but it became bigger than the fair. Yeah, The Wynwood wow. becomes like the gravitational epicenter. Well, it's, there, it's there every day of the year. Yeah, so and not, then, you, you, know, you anyway. have fairs
4: that pop around it, so we have something similar in Colorado. We have Rhino District, which is right, right where I live, and it's it's an industrial area, which they have... Did that come after
0: Winwood? Yeah, they did yeah. a thing called the Crush Walls there, right. which they've started... A- but that comes out of Winwood. It's a page out of the Winwood book, right? 100%, like 100%. So there's one I never even heard about. I heard the Crush Walls and hear the Rhino, but well, since Wynwood, the same. That's the same one. It's the the, same the one. real story of Winwood. now... I used to tell the story of how we came here. There was nothing here, and now it's cool. The real estate's gone up. But the real story of Wynwood now is not Wynwood. It's the thousand other street art centric parks around the world that have popped up without us doing anything. Right. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, there's which, a lot of them.
4: Which is great because a lot of times they are, um, are, are really, really.
2: Oh, there we go. Oh, speaking of Wynwood. Chazzy. Chazzy. <laughs> oh, turn your phone. Life. Turn your phone this way.
4: Right, turn your phone sideways. There and you go. Picture. Hey.
0: Wow, is that Chinny Bob? Bob? I don't believe it, Chinny
2: Bob. Hey, we,
1: so we got friends here and
2: there. Hi. Hey. Everybody put a mask on. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Same
4: place. You guys are going down. Uh-oh. Was it, three? I thought
2: maximum in Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam. They're safe. I'm sure they're safe.
4: Where's Steve? Oh, they're in lockdown. We lost him or was he going? Let's see. Where'd you go,
1: Chazzy? We're I here. Here we go. All right, here uh, we are. Chaz, tally, baby. Tony, I saw you on that pool table the other day. I'll slap you. Next time I come to America, I'm slapping you on the pool
0: table. Oh, Chazzy. Listen, I'll just tell you one thing. It's the only thing I can brag about. It's the only thing I can do well. Of everything in the world that I've ever done, the thing that I do the best compared to the rest of the world is play pool. Wow. You're, you're, that's Very,
4: that's, no, that's no, a challenge have, if I've ever heard oh,
1: one. Did you okay. see that I'm trick coming. shot? I mean, I saw the trick shot and I liked it. I liked the trick shot, but that's trick shot, honey, when it comes down to the grit and two grown. That's men.
0: not even a trick shot. That's just a shot. <laughs> there was no trick. <laughs> that was just a shot. However, Sorry, I'll no, just no, no, set no, no. it up by yeah. telling you this, Chazzy. That was a pool table I've never seen in my life. I haven't taken a pool shot in over a year. I played one hour a year for the last 10 years. I walked in there on a strange table. Never hit the ball. Strange cue. I said to the people in the room there, they were all giant players. They said, you want to see your tricks out? They said, show us, Tony. I said, I'll give you this one. Six rails. One, two, three, four, five, six. We'll hit the sixth rail, cut the two, make the five combo. Six rails, one try. To make it a little more difficult, Chazzy, I'll start in the jaws, off the leather, out of the pocket of your choice, I put the ball in the jaws. It's all on video. It's on my Instagram. I put the ball in the jaws. I had to shoot it off the lever, leather, one shot. Doink, 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 Boom! Thank God it went out. I always look like a total dick, but I made it. One shot. Absolutely. No,
1: tungsten still, the, the 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 point is, I saw that and I loved it, and that's why I'm ready.
0: You're in our league, baby. Right? Come in. Well, let me give you the key to that shot, Chazzy. High left English. But to hit the ball high left with left high left really Adam, hard, that down. you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. My brother,
1: he's taller than me and he's older than me, so high left English.
4: And he's higher than you? I don't think he's higher than you, though. That, that, would, be a, that would be a statement. Is your brother higher, he's higher
1: than right. you, Older taller than me.
0: <laughs> oh, taller—that's a different thing. Chaz, <laughs> How I do you know It's a long podcast. Chaz's whole appearance in that square—he just looks like a serial killer who's got people hostage. You know, you just see the mouth that's kind of muffled. He's like, "If you don't send me the three million dollar wire by tomorrow, it puts start the to lotion die. on, or it gets the hose." Exactly. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Precious. So we were just, uh,
4: we were literally just getting on to um a little bit about uh art art, art, art wind, wind walls and a little you know, gave a little back history. And of course we uh we used your London police as our backdrop for last week's show, so I didn't want to be redundant and you know, had to had to
1: give don't shit,
4: don't shit. had to give up, but uh your first, your first time meeting Peter, and and give us, give us that because that must be an amazing. I can imagine that being an interesting
0: event right there. I'll listen to that.
1: Can you tell us? Do You remember? It was, it,
0: Were you it, too drunk?
1: Yeah, it was because it was a, it was a, a, a wonderful year in Miami. It was the same time that these guys and Peter was working with Jessica Goldman who was part of the win was running the Winwood Wolves. It was the same year that they got the Miami Dolphins gig, and that was when they. Somehow convince someone in the position of, uh, you know, owning the Miami Dolphins that whole franchise to come in to the stadium, and we've all been in sports stadiums. There's so many blank walls. You know, I grew up like going to see West Ham United, my my favorite football team in London. There's blank walls everywhere, and it was a perfect uh, marriage of, of art and sport and community, and you know. And Pete was very much part of that. And the same year we did the Wynwood Walls, which was this ever-growing sort of epicenter of, of, of Miami and Wynwood and all the art that was going on there. And we, we met him in that period. So we, at the same time we did the Miami Dolphins gig, where we painted a great mural inside the stadium, we did this uh, incredible like, piece in the Wynwood Walls too, amongst all these other artists. And, and, and it was a wonderful time. It really was. It was
0: huge. Uh,
1: Peter, would you agree?
0: Um, I forgot that we met doing Hard Rock Stadium. I love to hear someone else talk about it because you're right. That was a really cool project and that did take some convincing. And by the way, I was the convincer in that, you know, through my own weird Raymond Reddington ways. I got them to agree to let us do the Hard Rock Stadium. As it turns out, it was a genius move for them. Uh, The same with the Super Bowl ticket this year with Tristan that. It's so good for the NFL to be involved in street art, you know, on so many different levels, so many important levels. And then your mural, yeah, I'm in your mural. By the way, I'm sitting here in Alex's house. Statue of Liberty, Barry Setamol, the lads. You don't see it, it's not a camera. I'm seeing three or four of your paintings right here. Finished this hanging today. I've been coming here for like four or five hours a day, once a week for a month to finish doing this whole job here. It's really quite amazing. But Chaz, Here's a story I want to tell. You're there. You're just going to acknowledge that it's true because Dave thinks I'm totally full of shit. Can we curse on this thing? (laughs) Hundred percent. Oh, shut the fuck (laughs) up! You can't
2: curse. um, You just cost us our R
0: rating. Yeah. Chaz and Bob are in Miami. And me being the big baller of all time, I want to show them Peter Tunney's Miami because I got this town on lockdown, right? I'm the wizard of Wynwood. I said, you guys, we're going to meet at my house early in the morning and we're going to go jet skiing. I'm going to show you Miami from the water. I said, well, we never been jet skiing, you know, Peter. I, 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 I would love to see Chad's jet skiing. Well, wait till you hear. So <laughs> I got two jet skis in my backyard that I rented. For the day to impress them, pretended I owned them. We go down there. The guy that gave me the jet skis, he said, "Peter, this one jet ski I'm giving you today. This is like a super turbo jet ski. It goes 90 miles an hour. So be careful on that one." So I'll take that one. So I took Bob on the back of my jet ski. This is the first thing we're doing, and I'm going to show them my my. I had a lunch plan, a dinner plan, a sleepover. I had the whole thing planned for them. And what happened? We lose Chaz. Or is he still with us? So amazingly, is this a true story? We go down the dock. I get on my, my gorgeous wife in her bikini somehow ends up with Chaz on her back. You know, I'm realizing so that sick. today, when you don't know who the worst player at the table is, it's you. It was me. So we go out there. We're just out of the open canal weapons. area, and there's the big open bay. And I've gone jet skiing there a 100 times. So I've got Bob on the back. We are, we're not wearing helmets or anything. We do have a life vest. And I hit the gas. Now, normally the jet ski goes like 50 miles an hour and you scoot across. It It was flat glass. It was amazing. I see Chaz's ass in front of me by about 200 yards with my wife. They're just zipping across into eternity on a perfectly glassy day in Miami, Florida. I was so proud to be showing these guys. This is Miami with the wind in your hair and your arms wrapped around my wife's breast. It's amazing. And I hit the gas, and I hit the gas again, and I always drive just flat out on that thing. So I had the gas all the way cranked up, and I realized, shit, this is, that, this is not 55 miles an hour. This feels really fucking fast. And I do this, because we're going like 85 miles an hour now, and I felt it, because your face is doing that. I look back at Bob, and I'm like, hey, you're like this is a little Miami experience. And I look back, and boom, the fucking lights go out. The jet ski must have hit something, stopped, whatever. Like, we went from 90 to zero in one second. I've been thrown off a lot of shit before. I've never had this experience. I've been on the whip of water skis at 60 miles an hour. Never had this. We went... I mean, I hit the water like evil Knievel, like, 10 times before I sunk, like... Boom, back, boom. My arm was behind my back. My thing was ripped off. There was just nothing you could do. And then you went underwater, and I came up, and I was really in shock, and I was beaten, and I knew my leg was fucked up, and my shoulder's been torn out of the socket. Mm-hmm. I just was looking around for Bob, because I realized, like, we're probably going to die, you know? <clears throat> I look up, of course, Chad. Get your arms off my wife. Like, now a mile away. Thanks for the buddy system, Chad. They left. Wait till you hear what happened to them. So I look around. I see Bob pop up. He's bobbing. He was bobbing. He was bobbing. I said, Bob, Bob, are you OK? He says, I think I hurt my wrist and maybe my ribs like that. I said, OK. So I swam over to Bob. My shoulder was so fucked, dude. I'm telling you, like, like two feet out of the socket and came back in. So it's very hard to get back on the jet ski. When you have this injury, the leg and the shoulder, I get back there. I get myself back up onto the jet ski. Bob is in rough shape. He's not that easy to get up either because he can't use his arm. So I get Bob back up on my jet ski. This whole just just getting back on the jet ski probably took us 45 minutes because we had to rest for like 15 minutes just to get our shit together. I'm telling you, we were fucked up. Not a boat in sight. These guys Chaz are still and, gone. Chaz what happened to the buddy now, system? The horizon line. He's probably getting laid by this point. Well, so, his, his I'm not even thinking about it I get Bob Bob is kind of hanging on my back like this we get on the jet ski with the one hand and I drive back to my house the five minutes from my house where we were at like two miles an hour I mean we're fucked we get out, we go into Shay's lounges I go inside, I get ice for Bob's wrist my leg oh my god, we were sitting in the chairs and now we're kind of feeling because our body's got really torque. so besides the injury injuries Every muscle in my body from my ankles to my neck was whacked out and A question, to feel Peter. It.
2: At no point in time, at this point, did anyone think, hey, maybe I had to call a doctor or an ambulance or something like that? Nah, not yet. Not yet. Okay.
0: So I just, wa- just, I just tried it. to stabilize the two patients. We're sitting in our chairs. We literally, Tequila. not going anywhere, Tequila feeling our stuff.
2: And, good, um, good. That would have been my recommendation.
0: I waited for Chaz and Amy. For three fucking hours, they were out there in the ocean. Bob and I are now—we're banged up and we're we're hurting because three hours later you're feeling it all. Chaz and Amy come rolling up. Chaz comes up there. He's like, hey, boy, I was swimming with dolphins, naked, <laughs> with your wife. It was the greatest day of my life. Thank you for showing me Miami." We're like, "You motherfucker, we could have died out there. What happened to the buddy system?" Ambulance will be didn't here make any a minute. Painting. They did make a painting called. A what was it called, Chaz? It was something about the jet incident. No, I know, but the painting was called much of like. In like I was in the Bob moments the story, before the, the big crash, so I got that. So I that's got a different side of the story, by the way.
1: And um, what happened, to Bob? Did Bob, Bob go to the hospital? She's coming in. Here. It's a shame that Bob is not here at this point because he would be able to spend. 25 minutes describing those five seconds that he was in the air <laughs> flying, watching Tani flying in front of him. He described it to me it Was that like, just like a 20 minute... Well, I actually break. said, well, did you guys I said actually, uh, when you die, you know, when you, when you finally die and you, you're there with some people and they say to you, we can give you one no. moment of your life in slow motion and you can watch it. I'll say, Give me the tanny and bob crash. So I'd oh, love to see it too, Billy. I'd love to see me air, I was yeah. because that
0: yeah, was
1: crazy. What's we true? went out, I went out with Tanny's I went out with uh Tanny's wife and uh, we um we, we swam with dolphins, they swam next to us, we went out to the hike. She tried to kill me as well, so it wasn't like a no conspiracy. She tried to kill me too. But I may say, um, we came back, and I remember Tani going, where you been? Where's the body system? Where you been? You know, where was Bob's hurt. I'm a little hurt. He said, Bob's hurt. I'm a little hurt. Bob's wrist was the size of his head. It's like he had another head on his wrist. It was massive. And he had to go to the hospital that night, and Tani's
0: had, like, four operations since. Yeah. I denied the whole thing. I denied the whole thing for months. I finally went to the doctor for my leg, I had major surgery on my good knee. My left knee broke broken 20 major, times. There you go. I had major surgery on my right leg. And the shoulder kept bothering me. I never quite got it back. And like six months after that, I finally admitted this is from the jet ski accident. I never told Jessica Goldman I got injured. I just told her we were okay. I think Bob had like some bruised ribs and broken wrists or something. I had... I had major reconstruction well, on my shoulder. You soul. did that whole
1: show in Miami Art Basel that year. with And in and, and, you know, all the videos, when you did the stuff on the beach,
0: right? Had the I did the Taj Mahal, did. the Donald Trump Taj Mahal on the beach, oh, the whole me, thing. Okay, I By me, the right? way, I had that surgery one day. They want to keep you in the hospital for a day or two. It's quite a gnarly surgery. They're drilling holes and doing bone plugs and stuff. And uh, they put me on a nerve block. So, like, you don't feel your arm, you know? And the, the day of the surgery, that night, I had to speak somewhere. And I said, I'm just going to go there on the nerve block and the painkillers. I don't care. But I kept hitting shit with my arm and knocking things over. You just know, couldn't feel I couldn't feel anything. It was weird. <laughs> and then three days later, I had to come down to Miami with all this shit on and build the thing on the beach With there's video of me building it with one hand. But that's all. I forgot about the sling. That's also credited to you and Bob and Chilly I'll Bob 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 tell you a happier moment. Tunny, if you come full circle, next time I beat you a call, don't blame
1: that shoulder and that jet ski incident for when
0: I beat you. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I got it. I'll tell you the other memorable moment I really have with you guys, almost more than any. We'll go to the happy part. We had one of our lit-up ladybugs in Wynwood, and Chinny Bob was there, a little glum for some reason. I said, Chinny Bob, let's go for a full-on Tunny. Barry Manilow Ladybug Ride. I'm sure you remember this remember. night, right? And we rove around, I mean, with 10,000 people on the streets. We rode around these ladybugs in full blast, cranking. You <laughs> came and you gave without taking. Sent me away, oh, Mandy. And we sang it with passion at the top of our lungs. It's a golf cart that looks like a lit-up flying ladybug. Gotcha. And, um, and then we took the big garage door up and we pulled right into the show where their art was. And we sang this to Barry Manilow and hundreds of people sang along with us. Do you remember driving into both galleries and the throngs of people that were just dancing with us? One of the most joyous Art Basel memories I have is with you and yeah. Shinny Bob and the Ladybug. Yeah. Epic. Absolutely. Epic. They'll never take that away from us.
4: I hope you're uh, high. I hope Barry. high,
0: Chaz, to make it officially an out-of-done show moment. Otherwise... By the way, I know <laughs> I didn't get you the personal meet-and-greet-and-back-rub from Barry Manilow. But since that show... Meet-and-greet-and-back-rub? Meet yeah, they wanted, they, they wanted to have Barry Manilow back-rub him and stuff. So I, 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 I just high didn't come through. I didn't get the call. I didn't get it. They went to Vegas anyway. But um, I have since talked to David Copperfield, who knows Manalo, and told them the story and how I've got to get these guys a one-on-one. So I'm still working on it. I'm going to get you your one-on-one with Barry. Believe me. Listen to this name dropping going on here. Barry Manilow rubs. You have to
4: get the done deal if you want to get the backrobe, You need the done deal. You need to yeah. go to Barry and say, "I need the done deal," and yeah, then I
0: do. Have make it. sure you play, know Make sure you to Barry's Backrobe, Yeah. Barry's back rubs. Barry's back rubs. If it's like a mention the done deal. What's
1: the
2: discount? Yeah,
0: <laughs> for the $100. back rub? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think just
4: getting it would be the would be the done deal. I mean, that'd be the no, hard no, part. No, no, like, no, no. When it comes to getting above. Barry Mantle of back rubs, I don't know if there's a price you could put on that. But what if what if he's, uh, what if he's, he's a boy? He gives
2: everyone
0: the back and rub. And Bob and Ginny to sing like five bars with Barry sitting at a piano in his like you golden know, castle man. wherever he lives would be awesome. Uh, I'm sure he'd be happy about that. Man, I'm working on that. I, that's like my bucket list. Tony, Sonny, is playing
1: the last show in Vegas next year on my birthday, 23rd of October, Vegas. We
0: should all be there the last night of the, the tour. You, sir, that's will have the best seats in the house and a backstage pass. I'm admitting it on this podcast. That's i got to put Raymond on. Reddington and make that happen.
4: That's all you need is well, uh, confirmation it. now
1: live. On we'll to, I've will committed, committed to it. I will Let's come do a live you.
2: Adam Dunn show from Vegas.
1: Backstage at the I Barry Manilow, Manilow, Manilow. show.
0: With Barry Manilow. I think on? you'll have to. He gets and high, I'm you sure. There, you'll also go backstage with David Copperfield because that's so amazing.
2: Well, I, no, I don't have anything to do with David Copperfield.
4: Really?
0: <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> We're okay, fellow so we have a bond.
4: So you're uh, so, so Chaz You're trapped in Amsterdam now For a bit It seems like Yeah you never
1: feel trapped In Amsterdam If I'm honest It's, I think it's, it's the best the place To get trapped on earth. And Yeah It's uh, yeah. It, 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 it It's okay here We're having fun We've got some friends around And the pool hall is still open We've been playing pool And uh, yeah You making
0: any art Chazzy You making any art All we're doing
1: Good All we Nothing else to do
0: Good.
2: <laughs> I suppose that COVID is good for, for artists who need uh, should be I always time.
0: say when it rains make art
2: Right? I don't quite say it like that or make art but I totally understand what you're saying he
0: makes bagels yeah. Dave makes yeah. bagels he's a really good bagel so when it yeah. rains- Listen, a lot of artists honestly a lot of artists because you know I'm in touch with a lot of them on a daily basis 5-10 guys a day um, a lot of artists are really struggling during COVID yeah. All art shows are canceled. Museum shows are canceled. No one's buying any art. They have no representation. Like, that's 90% of the art. Peter, is everyone is struggling
2: right now. Yeah, This is Not day cannabis. 45 for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't cannabis say. isn't struggling. Cannabis, cannabis wins one everywhere. Of the only but that
4: has, it hasn't been, you know, yeah. decimated by this whole thing. But it has, in a way, though, too, because, I mean, the. Even though people are smoking more, it's not like a happy smoking more. It's like... But it's wait, more about let me... So you say, here. I think it's pretty
0: happy. Did you guys happen to see South Park, the pandemic special? Oh, sure. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're in Colorado, right? I'm on, like Come watching on. it my fourth time this week. It's just... I, that, those guys are so smart, it's unbelievable. Well, we've always I was said.
2: talking to a dispensary owner who said that it's become a... a it's, there's a new twist to the industry. We existed up until this day by selling our product based on the nose. And now you have to sell a product to them that they don't get to smell beforehand because most of these places are one in, one out. They want pre-orders for safety, keeping employees done. So there is a shift. And I mean, bravo to cannabis for for not only surviving, but thriving when they had to change everything about their entire model. You know, dispensaries used to have what fifteen windows, a bunch of people standing in line. There's, there's no more of that. It's go to a website, order what you want, go pick it up, go take it away.
0: Do they email it? I mean, can you um like Amazon or it'd get it FedEx? It'd be nice if you can email. In Boulder, we're not there yet.
2: In the city of Boulder, you, if you're a medical patient and you're and you're dispensed and you're one of the few dispensaries that has it ready, you can get cannabis delivered.
0: But why can't you get like Instacart from any of these places that have legal weed now?
2: It Because we are still second-class citizens. It is still the people who are in charge, who write laws, grew up in a time when it was the demon weed, they don't want to give into it until they can do like the big But short. they
0: deliver They're you fi- weed and narcotics from the pharmacy to your door for free from Walgreens and whatever. How could you not get a weed delivery, dude?
2: Because the pharmaceutical industry has already figured out how to take their profits and they have their position on it that no one has figured out how to take a position on cannabis. It's like that scene from The Big Short. The reason why they wouldn't cash the doctor out of his position is because Morgan Stanley needed to take a position of their own to not fold up before everyone. So the city hasn't figured out the proper tax base for it.
0: Look, and here's traditional weed delivery in New York City. It's a guy on a bike with a knapsack. Yeah, that's it. With eight hundred one dollars 30 different containers, and he'd come to your apartment on 30 minutes' notice, right? We we already had delivery of weed, right? Sure, right? And not only that, if you want him to bring anything you want with him, a Bagels? lobster Thermidor and a date, they could bring that too. It just costs money. So you could get everything delivered. The whole time I've been in New York City. But now you're saying, like, if you're in Colorado and it's a pandemic. I figure you call over there, like the liquor store, like a deli, and they deliver it to you.
2: No, it's no it, delivery. You would, of weed. you would think logic Wait, would no pay delivery a role, of weed no. in
0: America. Is that true? No,
2: no oh, well, not here. Oh, probably no, in, in, in America,
4: for sure. Not, Where do you get delivery? Yeah. California.
2: California. 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 Yeah,
4: Cali. They've yeah. always, you know, they were all about convenience. Thing is, it will be. all... I mean, this—the one thing that this whole bullshit pandemic thing has done is made convenience be the most important thing for everybody as far as like in, in, in availability that's it and so
0: when it comes to like but look it's true for example you want to drive your car emit some carbon find parking on a rainy day go 16 miles to your local best buy to get the usb cable you need for your phone or something and you go there they have exactly one of them it's 29 dollars. you go check out You get in your car and you drive back home. Add to the pandemic, you meet all these strangers along the way. Or you go online, where there's 600 different varieties, they're $4, and they also come the same day. So I don't know what book I missed, but that sounds to me like that Best Buy big box store is done. Yeah, No one's ever going there again. And so for weed... Weed is, weed invented home delivery, bro. (laughs) Drug dealers (laughs) deliver to your house, period. We've always been home delivery. Covertly, without asking any questions. Quietly, transactional, nobody complains. How can you not have weed delivered when it's legal? It's part of it.
2: Well, Peter, we're going to need you to run for city council in Boulder. So uh <laughs> you just get over here. And- but
0: there's no reason you couldn't deliver. You're already buying it. You're proving the trade. It's- Listen, here's how you get stuff delivered, how I get, I get everything delivered. By the, I've, by the way, I've never bought anything on Amazon. I've never been on Facebook, and I haven't been into a retail store in like 32 years. But still, I, I just don't do that shit. So if I'm going to get, let's say, something that was <laughs> undeliverable, like 10 gallons of Prestone antifreeze I want today, you call Uber or a driver. He'd say, go pick this shit up for me and bring it over for 20 bucks an hour. You get a delivery. It's no big deal, right? Make your own delivery. Sweet. It comes in a little bag. It's very light. It weighs, let me think, one ounce. Wait, what? How could a guy not deliver it to you? What is this ah. he talked
2: about? In a bag, an ounce? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, whatever. You're using too much logic. It's too to try logical. To solve a exactly. Problem. I was
4: just gonna say you're you're actually you're speaking logical. That doesn't make yeah. any sense on the show. Again, I just <laughs> didn't know you didn't get
0: weed delivery. I thought you had like Instacart for that. It's legal. No, I mean, California it does. Like- Cal right, isn't does, it? it it's our it old
2: friend's business, right? Or, and, or, or, right? I won't say his name. I'll say his initials, JP, who yeah. used to work at Ease. And yeah. that was... A they worked
4: with
0: all the different... It was just like a, like a food delivery. I, with, I bet he's busy product. delivering weed. I'll bet he's busy delivering weed during the pandemic.
4: They No, they went out of business somewhere. Yeah. They went <laughs> belly up, right?
2: They went belly up. They what, Weren't they funded by Blitzerin or somebody like that? Anyway, they just were victim of bad business decisions. But they Bad still, do what doing happy man. A day. Bad decisions.
0: Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> Alex, you good? Love it, baby. Uh. You like what I did today? Love it even
4: more. Great. So, uh, so Chaz, what you got on the what you got in in the works now? Is obviously, like you said, you're doing art all the time. But you, I mean, is there any internal shows going on or
1: any events that? online or yeah, weird. Honestly, or... honestly there, was, there was a bunch of stuff that piled up that's all been postponed to next year. Uh, so we just, we, we just realized that the perfect formula right now was stuff here, we're just making as much work as we can. Peter sells it, we make work, Send it to Peter, Peter sells it.
0: Even better, right? High can five. I tell you, I, I think, you know, by the way, you got that line from me, make a lot of work. That's what I say, right? keep making work.
1: There, there, the, there is there's a few interesting little bits coming up in the next few months, and uh, maybe something that wants people will be more under wraps. But uh, in terms of what we're doing beyond the studio, beyond the canvas, there's a few things bubbling up, and uh, yeah. we're quite excited. Things theme. bubbling up, yeah. We were quite, quite keen to bring it up, but, but not getting too to yeah. excited. You don't want to talk too much now about like the beginnings of an animation. You don't there want to talk too much about that right now. But no, one, no one wants to mention that kind of stuff. But but there is other sort of stuff. Of an animation.
0: Let go. me give the London police a plug. Let's get right down to brass tacks here. I'm just going to tell you, besides I love the guys, the dog videos, the handcuffing together, everything that they've done, and I love them personally as human beings, especially Chinny Bob. Chaz, not as much. But um, <laughs> here's what I say to the real world about the London police. You know, Damien Hurst is still riffing on Mickey Mouse. Cause is riffing on SpongeBob, you know. Um, the London police are not riffing on those characters they did to me what is the most valuable thing of all. They invented their own characters. The lads. The lads. The lads and Barry Settemol and the whole crew. I think it's so interesting. It's so innovative. Like the South Park characters, these guys could carry any story. I'm looking at Barry Settemol right now in his rowboat cruising around the sinking Statue of Liberty. Well, if that doesn't say it all, and that was a pre-pandemic painting, by the way, um, that They're ripe for, in the most wonderful of ways, children's books, animation, adult animation, everything Spongebob ever did, everything Mickey Mouse ever did in a new, smarter, cultural way infused with cannabis, of course. And just think that these guys have it all. I mean, there's very few people that have ever invented the whole character, the whole team. They just have done it naturally. And so I just love the London police. I think their future is just... It's just the sky's the limit. I could stop everything I'm doing, just be CEO of London Police, hire 30 people, and everything I just mentioned would happen. There's an animated series, there's a real series, there's behind the scenes, there's the making of, there's a podcast, there's a live thing, there's a movie, there's artwork being sold, there's prints being sold, there's merch being sold, like just... We need to be smoked. Because they have it all. They have it all. They have it all. Through the happenstance of their weirdness and their eccentricity came this beautiful thing. That's what I think about the London police. I give them the highest marks we for invention. We like, we're lucky we have someone
1: like Peter with his position and his belief in us. He, he thinks that.
0: So, Hopefully there's a, there's a happy marriage there. And, and we, and we, uh, we're already happy. We're, really we're already happy. On. We just don't have sex as much anymore. That's yeah. the kind of marriage we have. It's like a sexless but wonderful marriage. <laughs> Actually, I'm gasping to get on a plane and come and see you, but like, uh, you know, but I South never South hear South you call me PETA. I have two questions. One is, I feel like Chinny Bob has a different accent today. What's going on there? You sound like a different person. Did you assume a new identity? And you look a little like a terrorist with an accent. What's going on? <laughs> you and Adam should get along well. well <laughs> this is the, my the, one the, question. The, the terrorist
1: look is just genetic. There's nothing you can do about that. Uh, but the, you see, uh,
0: he called me tungsten. Oh, I think we lost him. Did we lose them? Maybe.
2: We only lost the host. That shouldn't be a problem. Oh, right. yeah,
0: um, no. they never yeah. call me Peter. <laughs> they all call me tungsten. Tungsten. hello tungsten. You want the song, tungsten? You want to
1: hear the song? Yeah. I need a little Peter in my tummy. As the tungsten Blue. me Tony and you, Boom. on a Saturday i'm in with do 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 do
0: there you go. Wow. You go. Uh, and on uh, you guys that That's Perfect. the first and worst song ever written about me. I'm <laughs> so honored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real
1: honest.
0: First and worst. I about do send a painting?
1: I sent it and to you. Worst, Don't you I remember? Me. I sent it to you about a year ago. Me and Chinny were wasted, so I had tequila balance on the side of my head. Something like this. Oh, that sounds bad. That, that's way better. And I sang it to you, and Chinny was there coming in between. You never. It did nothing back. I'm sure you appreciated it. there's no love back. The tungsten... The tungsten Is that your song.
0: recollection of that moment? Well, let's well bring, it's, 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 wow. it's the moment. I don't remember well, it I like that. It, I, said, I remember having an orgasm. There you go. Now I feel better about it. I just <laughs> didn't tell you. It was a silent one.
4: It sounds like everybody was satisfied. Yeah. So... uh we're gonna we're gonna do our shout outs and move on to we have to do our, our pay the bills and stuff like that so I'm gonna am gonna have uh, yeah we
1: got to go anyway to
4: that's perfect no it's cool friends. you're not allowed to go out of the it's house you nice know that
0: you're not Chaz and Bob it's so good to see you guys let's chat on the phone one day you're only in Amsterdam oh yeah. cool. Adam thanks anytime love you guys nice to see you man nice to meet you nice guys. to have this surrounded by your artwork what a what a crazy happenstance of chances of that art one in a billion. Respect to Adam for that. And he's, he's got a little canvasy, wambassy
1: coming his way soon.
0: That's for sure. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Our whole story is so weird and eccentric right now. I can't even tell you. I have pictures and I'll show you in person. True, right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Thanks a lot. It's great to be
1: on the Pete Tunny show. Thanks a Love lot. Love you, brother. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How do I come you, by the way. Take care, guys.
2: Push some buttons. everything.
4: <laughs> Peace out, Jenny. All right, that's our boys over there in uh, Amsterdam from London Police. Can I out. go now? Is that what you're saying? You can, whenever you want. You're, you're free to go whenever you want. But we obviously want to, you know, do it in a nice way. We're not just trying to kick, not trying to kick you to the curb. Kicking I me mean, to the curb is nice for me. But I know that it's, uh it's oh my the, the Peter Tunney show has, has, has come to an end, my friend. Uh, but if you're in Miami and you want to check out the Peter Tunney experience. You can't. You can't. You can't, but you, you can,
0: can call me and make an appointment. This. i'll tell you one of the great things right now is if you come to the Windwood walls which always has ten thousand people there and so much hubbub it's just me and you dunn and i did it we just walked through the walls quietly it's uh, like it's like michael jackson shopping they closed whole the museum for you right yeah so like just to be there in this moment pandemic protest election everything you're there and no matter who you are or where you've come from you walk around those walls during this time it feels like a sacred spiritual place, right? Like more than ever, because the 111 guys that have done a mural for us there are all activists, humanitarians, environmental warriors, weed smokers. You know, it's a wonderful group of guys. I'll just say it, in the Windward Walls, artists, there are no Trump supporters. I'll just say it like that, right? Whether you like that or not, that's the way it is. Shepard, Ferry, Veals, Ron English, come on. It's all these guys. Mm -hmm. So when you walk around the walls now, you realize like what they were saying before the pandemic and the protest is true, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it has an extra layer of gravitas to go in there now when it's empty And you realize, oh, my God, like every one of these murals is speaking to this moment so clearly. And anywhere you turn your head, you're getting hit with it. Listen, I've been there for 10 years. It's an amazing experience. My favorite experience in the Wynwood Walls is not our apostle with 10,000 people in there. In fact, that's my least favorite. But this, like walking around with Alex and Adam and just, you know, maybe every other day one person comes and visits me and we walk around. It's the best. It's a, so if you're in Miami, connect with one of us. I take uh, one visitor a day through the Windwood Walls. It's cool. It's be that a cool lucky experience. person.
2: You get a free cigar you with You can that. be that lucky person. Write to the Adam Dunn Show at 1-800- If you roll in and, in and you tell me
4: that done deal...
0: And you saw him on the Adam Dunn show. I'm sure you might even get (laughs) that. Well, I mean, if you you just Googled me, you'd get my phone number. You know, know, I got scammed the other day. I went to the dermatologist. She prescribed me some skin cream. Tell you how fucked up this hacked up world is. So I was supposed to go pick up my prescription at Walgreens, which is something I've never really done. And I didn't pick up this prescription, but I, I wanted to. And about two days after, I got a text from Walgreens that said, your prescription for your skin cream is here. I got a phone call from someone in St. Louis, Missouri, calling me from, I think it was called, like, True Pharmacy or something like that. had the name True in there. And she said, this is from True Pharmacy. We're just checking on your prescription for your skin cream at Walgreens. And in order for you to pick it up, you just have to confirm with us your date of birth, your social security number, and this stuff. And I said, you know, (laughs) can I just go to Walgreens and pick it up? Like, suppose I don't give you my date of birth, because I don't really like giving out my date of birth and all this stuff, my phone number. Over the phone, she said, I don't blame you, but this is how we do it. I've been asked to contact you. Sir. So, as I'm doing that, I Google up this thing. There's 10,000 comments on there that this is a total scam. It's a phishing scam. You know what they're looking to do? Take all of my money. That's what they want to do. Get your credit cards and stuff. However, what I thought is, you know, I'm an artist. In every book and anywhere that's ever anything written about me, it gives your date of birth. Right. <laughs> like in your bio, right? My phone number is on the website. They had it all anyway. But in any event, imagine you're getting hacked for skin cream. I mean, how do they know that? Peter, who St. was your Louis, first grade Missouri. teacher again? My first grade teacher? Yeah. Mrs. Geiger. Oh, gross.
2: everyone write that down.
0: Mrs. Geiger. <laughs>
2: oh, shit. And, uh, <laughs> I forgot that. And, and what street see, did you go? Was it Sanford Avenue?
0: Right. I'm not seeing anything nope, else. It. Sanford Towers is all I want to know. Sanford <laughs> Towers day for us is going to be like rosebud. I'm just right. going to be there at the end. I'm going to go Sanford Towers apartment six no. E. That's where the safe and the floor is.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, that
4: awesome. I wonder if still we there. covered
0: some ground today, guys.
4: We always do. I mean, that's the thing. I already knew after my whole thing was just nailing you down for an hour plus is already mm. good do enough. Do you do this me.
2: every
0: day? Every Friday. Every Friday. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be exhausting. No, Just every listen. day is like, I, I think you kill
2: yourself. No, right? he does this every I don't think, day. I don't except think, uh, it's only uh, MTI filmed would on Fridays. Every
4: day, right, MTA? Yeah. 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 <laughs> not at the pay scale he's got right now. I'd be like, that would not, if it was seven times the amount he's getting paid right now, it would still be zero. So he'd be uh, like, nah, that is not doing nah, so good. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs>
0: No, um, we do a little bit of that. Wow. Well, so, you know what? I should do. Um, I'll tell you what I learned today. What is my big takeaway from today? That you want have to have your own podcast. Today. Thank you to Alex. I have one big takeaway today. You know what it is? I realized how fucking easy it is to do a podcast Dang. and how great <laughs> I am. Right? That never do your fucking tiny podcast. It's called PFT. The world's so empty without me. I used Hold to on. actually go by PFT for a long time and then I. Sobered up and I went back to my real life. Hey, if there's
4: one thing we can inspire people to realize, that we set the bar so low that even you can do a fucking podcast. It's, I tell you, right, that? I learned that
0: today. It's unbelievable. You got MTI Adam. Mike at zero. You got Dave, like some homeless guy. Yeah. It's easy. He is just like <laughs> a homeless
4: you? guy out there, too. It's perfect Perfect analogy. Perfect. You know, Check I don't your
0: WhatsApp. Like up because I love homeless guys and that's what we're here fighting for, right? So I don't want to say that in any derogatory way. No. But Dave, take a shower. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's, Dave has not
4: left his house in like fucking. Four months That's
0: now not like true. That. So,
4: you just showers are totally optional at this point.
0: You know, uh, the I lived in the crowbar for one Bruce. year. That's not true, and um, there was no shower in there. I lived in this nightclub, and uh, I mastered the five-gallon Bated. bucket bath. Here's what Russian, you do: the Russian, the Russian, half yeah. of the bucket <laughs> is warm water, and you stand in it, and you shower. I'm you taking notes. Off, Go ahead. You dump the bucket down. It's called the bucket oh. bath. I lived in there for it's 321 days, so I did like I five of those. I think that's
4: a nugget. You might want to throw the bucket shower up as a nugget.
0: Oh,
2: did you see the WhatsApp the I sent bad. you guys?
0: But you missed nugget. my punchline. I lived there for 321 days. I took like five showers, so like I know. You got it down. You have to do right. the math. You got it down. Yeah. All right, Peter. Well, good. I'm going to, to get for. out of here. I'm going to go have a cigar. I didn't you smoke. Thank you. Yeah, you hey, got Dave, to- nice meeting you. We could talk another time because I like yep. talking to you. you get get my meeting.
2: contact information from up. Adam. Switch you
0: guys up. Give you guys. I'm going to link you up. Don't you worry. Um, York, good. Guys. Let's all live to fight another day with this great jubilant spirit. I'll leave you with this, you know. Jubilant whatever spirit. Whatever you believe in. God, the universe, whatever you are. I don't believe that this whole thing that we talked about from aliens to here to there to everything, that this whole construct is so that we could just all be so depressed and fucking kill ourselves because there's divorce, deceit, disease, all of it. Um, I just don't believe that's what it would be. I mean, there's no reason that I should be depressed. I should be elated and kissing the ground every day because I should have been dead about a thousand times. So I think it's meant for us, meant for us, to rise up and be joyous. You know, right now, this is kind of an important subject. It's kind of like uncool to be joyous, like cracking jokes at a funeral or something, you know. But this is a global pandemic. So maybe no pandemic jokes yet. That's too soon. But I just want to say, anyone that's listening here, you have a license to be joyous. Dude be joyous it's what we're here for we got to find some buoyancy in this if you get me and we all go down what the fuck are we even fighting for man the fuck are you fighting for if everyone's going to be depressed and all down over it, henry david thoreau said have you ever met anyone who hasn't experienced death divorce disease disinterest he said neither have i so why say why me and I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm trying. And I'll tell you, it's not easy. It's a daily bike, coastal, bipolar roller coaster. Because at nine in the morning, you are thinking, you know, I feel pretty strong. I'm making art in the pandemic. My wife is good. I had a great breakfast. Kids are in the pool. Yay. And like at two o'clock, I was like, I should probably fucking kill myself. This shit is going to end badly anyway. And most people I know are... Are, they've said to me on several phone calls where I got the term, like, daily bipolar five different times, you know? That's kind of what this pandemic, protest, election, craziness, divisiveness, it's not a smooth road. Peter, but I call but it, we, battle, man. we battle, man. I'm I, battling to we stay joyous, it? crack jokes, and be funny. It. I call it you know, COVID. You got to remember, laughing matters. Humor is the most important thing. Well, Even if you're doing 30 years in jail, ask any the of them. I did. Me. The guy said, humor saved my life. That's right. Anywhere you go where there's real horror show, there's humor. Because that's all you've got left. you got to cling to that. And so if we give that up and we all get serious, dude, that ain't right. So I'm standing for joyousness and humor and off-color jokes. That's Fuck us. Yeah. There you go. All right, my friend. You all forgot right.
4: puns. You forgot puns. But that would be the only thing. <laughs> Lots of puns. More puns, please. All
0: right. Thank you, Peter, 100%, and thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. I enjoyed spending time with you. Hey, we should do it like this from now on. That's cool. No. That'll be the uh, the outer space edition. All right. So, well, Rule number on one is you've got to put in your, like your
2: Miami kit a second yeah. set of fucking headphones. There we go. No, I need a yeah. splitter. I need a splitter. Uh, uh, it still works. You still go can. to Hawaii, you don't bring your yeah. dongle, dongle yeah. or whatever it is. You go to Denver. What you forget and had to drive back to the farm one day. You had to grab that. You go to Miami uh, and you hey, don't, don't bring I, a splitter. Come on, no. come on! I blame man. Mark for come not on, preparing man. you properly. Come it's on, it's Mark's man. fault. It is he Mark. should have you prepped. I was supposed to oh. be there <laughs>
5: well,
4: last week. That—that that was actually the whole idea. We we're going to have a whole studio set up, and it's going to be awesome. And I didn't have to think about it until the last minute and then i was like oh
2: i don't well, think what happened though I don't if have you were a out there with him mark you'd be stuck you'd have been out there you'd have given up your next two years of vacation
4: oh he would have been sent home no, oh. go home go home young man mm-hmm. i wouldn't have him lose his job and speaking of not losing our job let's try to get these uh shout outs in order because <laughs> that's millennium what ha- we have to do
2: oh yeah. millennium com. Oh.
4: new millennium and if Come you re, if you remember last week all we had to do was ask blues kid do you guys know a new millennium bam the newts yep. he said he said the newts you saw that right because yep. uh, yeah it's it, they are getting out there uh, one thing you can say about new millennium is it's easy to use it gives great results and uh, you know it's it's ready to it's plug and play for any size system from a tent to a Thousand light operations up to you, dosatron uh, ready, all that. So it makes it easy for you as a grower to just tap in and uh, start growing properly uh, today.
2: Right,
4: and that's at newmillenniannutrients.com, of course. Yep, done deal. Oh, don't forget the done deal. Don't oh, speaking of done deal, <clears throat> oh, should we start off with that announcement, or do we need to do that at the end? What are we doing?
2: Deal. What announcement? Oh, yes.
4: yes, Dave. Did you
2: get that? Oh, what did I miss? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we're launching that tonight. Sweet,
4: thank you, sir. So, Sweet. should we announce that? Should we announce yes, that? No, we
2: got to do it right now because we don't want them to go to the wrong spot. So, everything is now on a new, um, what we call it, the Adam Dunn portal, mm-hmm. right. So okay. instead of visiting all these various vendors and going that way, we'd like you to visit com. So that's adsdundeals.com. Believe it or not, com was taken. So, I can't
4: believe it. How could that be? Right? Uh, it was well, taken. Ads, so we- see, the funny thing is, is, is ADS is, is ads, right? So it could be some weird advertisement thing too, right?
2: There we go. So check us out there. Um, It'll it'll help keep us everything centered and direct you to the right places. And it also let us know if we're actually doing our job and you guys actually, you know, we can't just rely on Rosendogs to buy nine thousand dollars worth of coffee every month. I know. it's it's only going to last so long.
4: But but what's good? What is good is we're gonna um, we're gonna get everything centered. It literally went up today. So right now, I think we've just got um, it's a soft
2: launch soft launch. I actually I, I, I don't even know if it was functioning. I tried to get in. And, yeah, it's up now. Soft launch. There we go. It's a soft launch. Yeah. Uh, no. but you'll enjoy it, little quid. Okay, tib- but it it's complete and there's going to be naked photos of Mark coming soon on the on the site as well. So uh, make sure you tune in for stuff like that. So it'll be good. But if you live in the Denver area and you enjoy edible cannabis, You really have to try any of the Incredibles products, the chocolates, the mints, the gummies, uh, the shatter, right? I don't think they're doing rosin yet. They're BHO-based, but it's fire. They control all their own inputs. They are consistent products start to finish. I don't know what I would have done without 50 milligram Incredibles gummies because it, it really... 245 days, I have had probably more than 300 of their gummies. So it is a great product. Chocolates are amazing. Great company, consistent. Um, You got to give them a try. Uh, Then you go to one of their sister companies or tangential companies called True Pura CBD, and that's where you enter the done deal when you're buying from them off of our new website. And they will ship CBD cross Left to right coast, okay? So if you have a family friend, anyone going for a difficult time, send them some CBD. Uh, I got a call from a buddy's mom in New York City who's having trouble sleeping, and I had some of the CBD tincture sent to her, and she told me it was the greatest thing she's ever taken. She sleeps like a baby again. She says she hasn't slept this well in 30 years. So if you've got a loved one, get them hooked up on True Pura. It's a fantastic product. So it's True Pura CBD, um, enter done deal and you know how to do that. But you know what the beauty of it is, is Incredibles. You can actually get the done deal on Incredibles. If you go to green farms, med in Colorado Springs and they're doing specials every day. Now you got to check them out on Instagram. I don't know what I, I you know, remember that line, um, uh, Ray Crock, I don't believe you know what industry you're in, but JW is an amazing amazing grower of cannabis in no-till organic. But I don't think he realizes how good a photographer he is because the photos he puts out from his garden are the stuff of legend. I mean, you can count the trikes. Uh, it, it's fantastic. His products well, are amazing. Uh,
4: it helps if you have good-looking weed. It helps if you have some good-looking weed right? to take the photos of, right?
2: The tincture, that 3,000 uh, milligram.
4: They're putting on fire. Put- Holy
2: shit. 2,500 milligram. 2,500? It's amazing. And they make an, uh, their version of Rick Simpson oil called Activated Solventless Oil, ASO. And I am getting feedback from people who are taking it that it does great things. So you got to head to Green Farms Med in Colorado Springs. Tell them we sent you. Ask for the done deal. They will treat you like a member of the family. Right? But then yes, if, you're, if you're a big farmer or a small farmer and you want the best quality organic inputs, you got to go to Build-A-Soil. They are the gold standard for anything you need to run a garden from one lamp to probably 500, 1,000. They'll get it to you. They ship pallets of soil anywhere. They sell mushrooms. They sell every vegetable, every piece of produce you can imagine. It's buildasoil.com. It's 1-800- or is it 888-877-SOIL? 855-877-SOIL. 855-877-SOIL. It hey,
4: whoa, jumped in there. Woo. Yeah. I need some help. I asked for it. 877-SOIL. 877-SOIL. Yes, sir. Yep. Too much.
2: So that's buildasoil.com. Follow them on Instagram. They're a great company, great people. They just did a whole big remodel. Their, their facility is massive. Um, they're a good, good company. You want to patronize them. But if you also want to learn how to blow glass and you're interested in blowing glass, you got to check out our newest sponsor, Chris Hubbard at Hubbard Glass. Yes, um, sir. we have a link up on the site right now. It's I always pronounce it wrong, uh, Patreon. Pret- Patreon. I want to say Praetorium for some reason because yeah, you're be
5: um, weird, that's
2: why. Yeah, I know, but Patreon, it's only eight bucks. Okay, you everybody out there, again, we cannot rely. On Rosendogs to buy 500 subscriptions. So give it a try, eight bucks. If you really like it, you can purchase his eighty dollar a month subscription, and he's actually going to send you a monthly little piece of glass. Um, we're gonna. Oh,
4: did you did, did you talk to him? You got to talk to him. I, we get,
2: exchanged a little. We're gonna talk to him and see if we can't get something going where uh, they keep your eighty bucks a month, but in six months they send you a piece really worthy. Um, we'll see. I'll talk to Chris about it. But listen, he's a great glass blower. He sent us a couple of fire rigs that I'm still hoping to get going on my end because I just don't – I, I got to find a little electronic nail for it, that torch thing. I, I'm going to set my house on fire, so I'm not going to do that. But a Hubbard on, Glass, you, you go to patreon.com slash Hubbard Glass. Come on, everybody, right now, 8 bucks. You can You can fork it over. It's very worth it. You'll learn something. And then Rosendogs, so Dogs, you're going to, you should call in and do this ad with us because it's, uh, we have to thank you for it. But listen, the best coffee I have ever tried is Ozo Coffee. And you go to ozocoffee.com, you enter done deal at checkout, you're going to get 20% off your order. It is fantastic coffee. We had Justin on last week and listen everything he said is true the farmers he buys from are small family farmers in places that you're just not going to be traveling to anytime soon so it's a way to sort of experience where they are and drink the coffee they're drinking because he roasts it up here in boulder and it is fire coffee so you got to go to ozocoffee.com and <laughs> you're at checkout check out ozocoffee.com and and you, you it, just enjoy it and don't have them grind the bean, you know? No, never, no, never. please don't do that. Grinder. Get, yourself, Get a yourself a burr grinder. In fact, they have one on Costco.com right now. You can set the set the grind, the coarseness or the fineness of it. What and you go do a nice pour over? Listen, they're great people. That's Justin and Nolan. Nolan is the one that goes around like he's the the strain hunter for coffee. Puts the backpacks on and goes and crawls through the jungles. But uh, listen, OzoCoffee.com, you won't be disappointed. You will not. No, but if you're in Spain and you want to visit one of Adam's oldest friends, you go to Treasure Barcelona. Oh, it's closed now. It's locked down. Yeah. Well, you
4: can still check them out online, and if you're in the area, you can sort of knock on the door and pretend like you're you know
2: look look longingly through the glass. You can't see through the glass from that side though. <laughs> I said longingly. Like I didn't say you could see anything. <laughs> I just, I like, hope. Sorry, Petey just... We'll give you an extra long shout out when you're open again. 100%. But if you're back from Spain and you're in yep. Pueblo or Colorado Springs, yeah, apothecary extracts. What do you got? What do you got?
4: Oh, am I stacking up now? I've been gone a couple weeks. How many? Days are you
2: I have sour diesel today. Oh no, Adam, you didn't you don't have anything. I smoked all yours, man. You go to Miami on a private jet, I, We I smoke expect, your your ambrosia. I, I expect nothing less. Yeah. I expect nothing less. I got sour diesel tonight in honor of I, I saw him on the chat group. Hello, Mr. Bro. Bro's in the, Shout out out in to today? the bro. I got a big old four
5: gram jar of uh, GMO ambrosia.
2: Bam. Fuck you do yeah. I don't have a four gram jar Of anything <laughs> like that What the fuck Holy shit Four gram jars They make four gram jars
5: Yeah they do This one I made on my own But they normally do have four gram jars of,
2: of Put that food. on Adam's account And get us four Oh sweet dude That's Okay
5: Awesome But yeah, you can, yeah If you live in Denver, Pueblo Or uh Colorado Springs You can hit up Apothecary Farms For some fire <laughs> concentrates
2: Yeah. And you have to mention the done deal and please mention it when you walk in and you're talking to them, you know, don't drop it on them afterwards because they have their line of ambrosia and an infused joint for 25 bucks. Okay, listen, I know you're going to want to find their most expensive rosin and then ask you the joint and say you want the done deal, but that's not what we have right now. What we have is 25 bucks, gets you a gram of ambrosia and an infused joint. How You can't beat that. I mean, that's a that's a nice evening. Get oh, out of there! Uh oh! Uh oh! Someone's in trouble. Get off
0: the oh! Uh-oh. I went in there
2: today and she didn't know never,
0: never.
2: it was me. Come never. on! Now. Come on now, Nick. She tried to give me scared.
1: just the done deal. Nick, please! I was like,
2: oh no 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 <laughs> no, 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 no no! Hold on a second! You're there.
1: done, so long.
2: I need the real done deal. I need the done, like, done deal for
5: the done deal.
2: What up, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> see, that's all you have to do is talk to him, and he runs off.
5: Yeah, especially if you go to the Denver one to hit up the done deal. They know me. They see me every week. So, uh,
2: Nice. So, wait a second, Adam. Same same deal, right? They get what's a picture that? of Mark in the wild, pack of seeds.
1: Oh,
2: Mark in the wild? Why the not? Wild? Why not? Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. So if you're back from Denver, Pueblo, or Colorado Springs after patronizing Apothecary Extracts and you want to make your own oil, oh, your own tinctures... There's only one place own, to go. No, only one place. Extractcraft.com.
5: Yeah.
4: For your own tabletop oil uh, alcohol extraction, which is super easy, one step. Just hit the button and set the temp and you're good to go. Uh, also... Also, uh, you can inf- you can work with all sorts of other uh, plants. You don't not just cannabis. So if you have uh, <laughs> other essential oils that you want to produce, this is the f- easiest way. This is great. It.
2: It's the Adam Dunn show, and then a party breaks out in Miami, right in the same studio room with you.
4: Now. That's what happens every time. Yeah. Can't help it. Can't help it. Tell you him Dave says, the Air- "Shut
2: the fuck I up." You
5: can switch to the AirPods now, and it actually cut
4: out a lot of that sound. Like that could be uh, like thing. Let's Anyways. see that. Let's see if that works. Let's see. Yeah. So, we got- so
2: if you're gonna get some, if you're gonna get one of the machines, the Eto Pro, which is the big one, and the Source, up- Turbo. Source One, Source, Source Turbo, Turbo, you're going to need a solvent, and you're gonna want that solvent to be. 420Extractor. So you go to 420Extractor.com and you can buy up to five gallons at a time. It is fire solvent. I think it's like 190 proof. So it works fantastic in making your own oils. So you go to 420Extractor. While you're there, I believe they're even making some hand sanitizer right now. So fantastic company doing their part. Um, But if you're back... After you made your extract and you got your solvent and you just want to sit down and smoke some fire rosin or some, oh, look at that. Oh, Mark, you flatter me, buddy. Or some fire flower, you go to 14erbolder.com. I, I'm telling you, this batch of DJC it really is fucking... Awesome. Amazing. I had nothing to do with the growing of it. I am telling you, it is fucking amazing. It would be amazing even if my face wasn't on the can. It
5: tastes like grapefruit peels to me. But like, 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 it's amazing. It tastes really good.
2: I, I smoked an ounce in two days. Okay. I went through eight cans. It is fire, fire, fire. Yeah. I just rolled joint after joint. It, you'll love it. I'll, I'll get you some from this batch. It is amazing. And there's a whole bunch of crosses coming out. They're, so my son Jonah, his dog is Mac, and they're crossing DJC with cookies, and they're calling it Mac Daddy. I, I thought they should put jonah on the can because he's the dog max daddy but it's an alien can but anyway i digress <laughs> fire 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 so go to 14 erbouldercom oh jesus place a, place a pre-order now the dogs oh now the dogs place a pre-order when you get there there's going to be somebody sitting outside wearing a mask approach him or her wearing a mask tell him your name they'll put you in the queue when it's your time to come in, they'll call you in only one person in the store at a time for everyone's safety. You're going to walk in, you're going to pay cash, they're going to give you your pre-order, and you're going to really enjoy it. So head to 14erbolder.com. It's at 28th in Mapleton, between 28th and 30th across from the YMCA ball fields. And enjoy. Just tell them we sent them. We sent you. The no discount there, but do let them know where you heard about them. But if you grow your own flowers, you grow your own vegetables, and you want a fantastic additive for that little fire at the end of the cycle. Just that little fish, bit, that 5%. Go what to fishheadfarms.com and you buy their fish shit. And this mm-hmm. is where you enter done deal and you're going to get 25% off your order. And it, this, it just works. Okay. Uh, You know, I, I don't grow cannabis. I'm bad at it. I'm really good at smoking it, but I'm bad at growing it. But we did grow some lettuce, some cucumbers, some squash, some beans and they were huge. Okay. It really works. If I can grow better vegetables, then you can grow better cannabis with fish it. And, uh,
4: it it is, it is, it is amazing. And it's it's, like I said, it's just simple. It's one product. It's easy. It's easy. And any system that you're using, you can add it to it. So, uh, definitely check it out when you and that's 25% so they're the biggest done deal on the block right now
2: biggest done so. deal on the block and listen keep sending us your little uh, photoshops or your artwork on the fish in a diaper because that's how they harvest the fish shit every fish gets a custom diaper it's hardly so I want the, the matrix
4: I want the matrix of fish shit collection I want that all stacked up I want it to look techie. that's what I'm looking for. Someone comes up with that winner, bam! bam. So whoever's oh, we're going to give names, away five liters, whoever, and, and believe
2: it or not, that's five. 500 bucks. So yep. we, and need, we need a fantastic depiction yep. of a fish in a diaper. You guys have been so creative up until now. Keep it up, matrix it Yeah, but matrix. <laughs> to, what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for. AdamDunshow.com. Yep. And we will pick a winner. But if you if you spill any fish in or your winner. pipe is dripping resin, and you need to clean something, Terp Wipes, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh. This product is absolutely amazing. I got amazing. them today. Now I have them. It is. It's four times the size of an alcohol. I prep finished the pen. show
4: last week, and it was like.
2: It worked.
4: I finished like at the show last week. I was like looking around for it like fuck. I knew I had them, and then I went back, and it was right next to the coffee machine. It was like, the last thing I did, it's but huge. Terp
2: wipes, yeah, the shit. It's huge amount, huge. Yeah. So go no, to it's, oh, it's actually big. Terp-Wipes.com. Oh. No. And I'm pretty sure you enter "done deal" and you're going to get 10% no? off your order. No, mine's
5: TerpWipes.com.
2: Okay, I'm looking at the package. The package what? says Terp-Wipes.com, <laughs> but good. I'm glad they got TerpWipes.com. Enter "done deal." And you will get a discount. It's a fantastic product. We only have fantastic products. They even products have a
5: subscription show. box if you use them all the time, which I do, and I don't <laughs> know. I can't live without it, but they do have a subscription box.
2: There you go. Turpwipes.com.
5: And taint wipes.
4: Where's where right? Mr.
2: James crazy. Bean? Where is he? So James, he threatened to do the news. Well, he was supposed to be all dressed up. He had all these different outfits. Don't get him, don't get him too excited. stealing my job. Yeah. Where well, is he? Yeah, come my, on, call in.
4: Nick stole my phone. Nick stole my
2: phone. <laughs> I can't.
4: I can't call it. That was what he was lurking around here
2: <laughs>
4: oh,
2: for. He, uh, oh, the apple doesn't keep, fall far from the tree, Adam. He grabbed the
4: phone and ran off.
2: I'm gonna start sending him some pictures to the. To you can. You can hit up
4: James. What? You can hit up James. We'll do. We'll do um, Illuminar right now. You hit up James. Tell him what's up. Because I wanted to switch. I think I was gonna say if we if he's gonna do the news, we could switch it where he's last, and then we do the news. Right into him, you know, because he's a, it's a nice way to instead of having him, right, Dan. him and then okay. trying to do it. what's
2: that? So How's I said, okay. Sound? So if you if you need a lamp and you want to grow some of Adam's gear, a lamp, or any a other lamp. gear, it's a lamp. Listen, I took lighting in college, and if you called it a bulb, our professor would look at you with like these. He just, I mean, he wanted to like crush your head. It was like a wolf. lamp.
4: He was like wolf style. He was pissed.
2: Oh, d- we you know what? We're going to have to call him back on the air and make nice with him.
4: Yeah, you know, of course we have no we have no issue the yeah. sound was
2: terrible that was the problem we couldn't deal with the Worst sound connection ever
5: well, it was I know what it was is you kept telling him to be quiet and be quiet be quiet and then like as soon as he was talking we we're like we can't hear you <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> I, I know but
4: that's ironic but it's not our fault really, yeah, right awesome. it wasn't a, We didn't
2: say be quiet. quiet we were in the middle of a segment we just wanted him to hold for a minute so we could finish yeah, what we you were talking, talking about. about how
5: much he talks over shit i don't know how, how <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't even that.
2: Okay. No, he was just pissed. He was, it was his time to be pissed at it. Was, I
5: know.
4: But listen, well, if you want you. fantastic you. lighting
2: products, you need help lamping a garden. You need some design help. Anything along the lines of the elect- electronics behind, ballasts, wiring, you've got to give the guys at Illuminar a call absolutely they'll set,
4: you, they'll set you up you give them your dimensions and what you're what you're working with and they'll uh, build a model for you tell you exactly what you need but they also have they have not only LED but they have HID double-ended all, all depending what state you're in like if you're in California there's no point in buying HIDs because you're going to be redundant they already are if you're in a state which allows it it's a great time to still be able to use that technology because probably in the near future you're not going to be able to use it so uh, get on it while you can But you should also talk to them. uh, Obviously use the done deal. This is the time where the done deal can shine further and brighter than ever. Because if you have yourself like a hundred plus light system and you start talking about saving big chunks off of that, it's like, whoa, those add up quick. Like there's a nice $20,000 done deal or I'm thinking... The more you spend, the more you more
2: you spend, the more you save. But listen, lamping a room can get expensive, and especially in this time right now, it could be difficult for people to make ends meet. So if there's a reason why you need a lamp and you're going to put it to good use, please send us an email to dundeal at adamdunshow.com. Put a Luminar in the subject line and tell us, why you need that lamp. We pick a winner the last Friday of every month and I'm starting to see people we've sent lamps to tagging us on Instagram. So it listen, it <laughs> we're, we're not bullshitting you. They send out a, a lamp every month for us and now they're sending out their new LED. And if you're in California, you're yep. going to need which is their clone LED. their clone their clone model.
0: You, you just uh-huh. you, you And
2: just the thing gotta, is with, the, with their clone with,
4: with the good well, the good thing is, with a good clone light, you're going to produce good clones. They're going to produce good plants. So it's just, it's where you want it to start. Like, there's no point in having shitty clones going into a brand new room with great new lights. And it's the
5: opposite. Just so, to start opposite.
4: you off with the, what is it, the IL 3? Is it the IL 3 or what is it called? Do you remember the model number? I don't. I...
5: IL 3 bar yeah. LED.
4: What is it? That's it. That's the one. That's so, uh, the one. yeah, it's, it's, it's uh oh, looks like we got ourselves. So, go to, to IlluminarLighting.com, check them out, done deal on checkout. But I can see that we have James B. Man on the scene calling in. Oh, he doesn't have his
2: video on.
4: No, he's going to jump in in a second because he's going to start doing seats here now, which is now taking in the final position of our, of our sponsorships because uh, we want to have enough. the rollout. Yeah, the cleanup
2: crew. Cleanup crew, what you gonna do? Oh shit! Turn your phone sideways, James.
4: It's okay. We'll get that. We'll get that. He froze. In. No, James, me man, I'm seeing frost. There we go. Nice. Hello. I have not been partying with a bunch of hookers.
2: Put the microphone inside your mouth. We heal you better that way. Nope.
6: Nope. I have not been partying with a bunch of hookers in Oregon. Good. But oh my god, yeah, you're in Oregon. Though.
2: Jesus Christ,
6: you are I'm live no, on not. the scene here in Oregon. Yeah, live. I'm live, I'm live. Well, so,
2: wait, uh, as soon as they legalized cocaine, drugs in Oregon, you just you went back you cocaine, motherfucker. cocaine, goddamn right, I did. <laughs> Give me some tabs, wow.
4: Pop those wow. things
6: like that. Like, oh like, well, man, yeah, so, no, tell,
4: tell, uh, tell, so. Tell, tell us, tell us a little bit before I mean, we haven't even done seats here now, but I guess we can, you know roll into the news first or what's the best, what's the best mode? Well,
2: we before we get started, can we just give appreciation to the amazing internet connection you have calling in? It's, it's that is seven, That's calling. some high speed <laughs> right there. Then what is that? Max like, a, a dial up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again. Yeah,
4: of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Come on. What is my, is the
4: connection not good? Are you doing your own news?
6: News?
2: News? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, finish your text. Go ahead. We'll wait. Is on? On? Are,
4: we, are, we, are we recording? <laughs>
6: yeah. We are live.
4: We are live. The and,
6: brown uh, cow. The brown cow. The brown cow. Brown Sorry. cow. Sorry. I
1: was not putting on so, uh, Okay. So,
6: the news. The news as I know it. Uh, as for today. Uh, last week we talked about all the four states legalizing. Well, every ballot we? that was on the bill passed. Everything passed.
4: Everything like paid. it's
6: a nugget. <laughs> Now we, uh, New Jersey, Arizona, Montana have all approved legalization of cannabis. The other state, South Dakota, is on track to do a similar thing. Uh, excuse me. Breaking news. <laughs> uh, now uh, in Mississippi, medicinal cannabis has been approved as well. Uh, four we referendums took the question of legalization took four states in the United States. Historic, historic move. Uh, so, 2012, legalization has been approved in 14 U.S. states. Uh, the number could add to 15. In addition, Oregon.
1: <laughs>
6: Oregon. <laughs>
4: oh,
6: oh um, Oregon. They uh, voted for non-incrimination of all drugs. Okay, that means just here means that that right there. <laughs> oh, you yeah. uh, guys, legal now. They're just going to charge you hundred bucks. Uh, <laughs> magic mushrooms uh anything seven? so the capital dc has approved the non uh, criminalization of psychedelics as well
4: so go go dc go dc what's the do you have the numbers in oregon for the because i know i got there was a list of all the amounts do you have that list of like what you're allowed to have i know there's 40 tabs of acid i saw it was, a, it was an interesting number
6: uh yeah i don't know the numbers i just know i get a good deal on them uh, when they come through, you can get like, a, like, like you can get like a 10 strip for like fifteen bucks. i pretty good. So, uh, still taste the acid on that one, man.
5: All right, I think you know, I got some. Ones. I think I got some uh, weights here. Uh, okay, heroin one breaking, gram or less. Cocaine two grams or less. Methamphetamine oh. two grams or less. MDMA ecstasy less than a gram or five pills. Uh, LSD less than forty user units, uh, psilocybin less than twelve grams, methadone less than forty user units, and oxycodone less than forty pills, tablets, or capsules. Wow! Wow!
4: funny how they have a the 40, 40 as one, and then like five five pills when it comes to ecstasy or something like that. It's like, <laughs>
2: James is, uh, all over the he's foot. gonna take all of that right now. Yeah, right. I know. No, he's Which one?
4: Whoa, cameraman. God damn it. Nice, <laughs> nice. So so okay, all states so all states that were on the ballot passed. That's I think that that is, that is awesome, of course. Yes. And uh, so basically drugs Jersey is, win the election. Now Jersey was, was the most
2: interesting one. one. Drugs and cannabis yeah. was the winner. Jersey, yeah, it
6: was for still, the... It's still, still, still to be decided. We're still doing a recount in some states. So uh, we have to wait for the, those results to come through. You know, because 60% of the time, you're right 100% of the time. Well, put, put your so hand so on the scale, recall. James Bean. Come oh, on. Oh, I'm looking for the Bible.
2: Come on, put your hand on the scale.
6: No. <laughs> Which scale? The scale's busy right now. It's covered in Cocaine. <laughs> Woo!
2: Woo! Okay. Okay. Uh oh. oh yeah. So, so I'm just wondering how uh, necessary the beard uh, and the Jersey. And the. Jersey. So necessary. Uh, so necessary. necessary.
6: It's, it's, it's for when they take the videos of me. Uh, Jersey was nice. They passed with their taxes going to be 6.26%, uh, with an wow. increase of 2% only to try to, to stop the black market and all of its doings, uh, unlike its fellow Cal, uh, California, which is 28.26%. So, wow. Colorado,
2: 35.5%.
6: Right. Yes. So, uh, Jersey has, as they're going to try to cut into the black market, you know, Jersey. Interesting. South Dakota, You're, South Dakota leapfrogs leap the whole thing. So, instead of doing, you know, decrim and then medicinal and then legal, nope, they just jumped into did medicinal and legal this year. So Good that's very interesting.
4: Well, at least they, at least they uh, included medicinal and they didn't try to just go wreck and forget about medicinal because that, that at least has some, there'll be some, hopefully some uh, cost, you know, break and or quantity or whatever whatever the advantage is towards the wreck. I'm sure it'll be needed, you know?
6: Yeah, well, uh, like I said, 6% is, is, is much nicer than 28%. That's something that's playing. 35 in Colorado, that's crazy. That's 22% nicer.
4: <laughs> which is never, which is such a not a Jersey thing. I mean, it's such a, you'd think it'd be the other way around where they would have figured out how to squeeze even more taxes out of it, I guess, especially
2: being next to New York, which is going for volume, well, we'll
6: Adam. Don't believe everything you see here. are going
2: for volume. And don't believe everything you see in here
6: too. So there's probably something behind that, behind the woodwork.
2: Right. Well, it'll be 6.2% and that'll be the state tax. But then every local jurisdiction will have to add their own tax. So we'll see what happens.
4: So um, <laughs> while you partake, while you partake oh, oh, there.
2: Uh, There's no poison on this show. Get that oh, poison the fuck out of here.
4: It's all right. it's, it's medicinal
6: here. now. It's, it's not medicinal. medicinal there is no
2: medicinal <laughs> cocaine.
6: <laughs> Medicinal cocaine twenty twenty four. Poison. We're starting, it. We're starting <laughs> poison, poison. It's it's as it's, long it's, as
5: it's two it's, grams it's, or less
2: though, bro. Woo. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, what. All right. While James is recovering, South Dakota legalized medicinal cannabis, right? DC yep. decriminalized psychedelics. South Dakota created a recreational program. We just discussed Oregon, Jersey, Mississippi legalized cannabis. Montana brought it back. They were legal for a while. And Arizona. How about that? Arizona well, you legalized mean, cannabis. What do you mean brought it back? Like, well, because they had a Montana. medical program
5: that went defunct, and then they, yeah. they brought back recreational cannabis. Yeah. So that's they
2: have the worst law.
5: Opening recreational.
2: I, I drove to Montana in nineteen. Well, no, two thousand nine, and they had an alleged medical program there. And I, it was like, I had to meet some guy at a street corner. You know, it was it was terrible. It sounds was, like the Peter.
4: Sounds like the Peter Tony delivery well, system
5: right there. Also, <laughs> so South Dakota is kind of a special case because they did both medical and recreational on the same night. They passed both of them on the same night.
4: Yep. Yeah. Those guys are cray cray, cray cray. I I believe
6: I broke with that news earlier. an
0: alleged oh. medical
6: program there. Yeah. And
0: I was like, I had to meet some.
2: Oh. oh turn that, that off. Oh, wow. God, What's going on, on. What going, going on over there? Hold on. What is going on over here? That room. Why he can't stop? I think break, he can't break, stop. He's addicted to the news. chat room. Anyways, go on. Breaking. breaking news. There's no breaking, oh, news. Break, breaking, news. So, what
6: breaking uh, news. breaking news. So breaking news on on our friend Duke Diamond. Oh yes, oh. tell us, please. Uh, so he 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 believes that uh, he should be out in the spring. So maybe March, April, May, sometime. So that's always good news. Um, also, uh, Soulfire, who you should be having on
4: soon, shortly, right House now, I right think He's coming in right. hot. He's coming in that's hot. That's what I was texting I Dave. Thank you. Okay. It wasn't just Comic <laughs> Relief.
6: No, no, no.
4: So, <laughs> okay. anyhow. So uh,
6: Soulfire had donated a hundred packs of free the, whoa, whoa. Free, free the Duke. Free the Duke strain. Duke. Whoop whoop. Yep. And and we sold uh, we sold a hundred packs at a hundred bucks, and so that's Tim G's. And I I sent the check over to his wife uh, yesterday. I got a copy. I do put it up online, so that's a donation from Soulfire to duke that we sold the packs of so appreciate that thank him nice, nice. uh
4: very much nice well that was part of the that was part of the uh the theme today was paying forward giving giving it when you can so uh is he is he there because he's we got black screen but he might be there hiding in the lurking in the shadows
3: yo what's up fellas can you hear me yeah we. Can hear yes you. sir How hey you what's going down yep chilling oh nothing just enjoying okay. this seattle night it's nice over here mm-hmm. Fire free, I hope. We don't see your face. <laughs> Are you- no, um, you're
4: in, oh, okay. You're okay. in stealth mode. You're in stealth mode. Oh, yeah, I don't like.
2: Yeah. Do you yeah, have like a fake mustache or anything like that, or glasses with the big nose it, on it?
4: It's it's hard to compete when you got when you have James next to you on the screen. It'd be
3: hard to compete anyway. So you <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good looking dude. What's going on, fellas? Okay. We're,
4: just we're just chilling. We're just chilling. James just filling us in on the donation you made for Duke, which is awesome. It's good to good to see that uh, we have that much, you know, that, that many people out there ready to buy packs and help donate for obviously a good cause because we want to get get him out and keep his family fed and everybody fucking taken care of. And thanks a lot for doing that. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Heart and
2: gold, man. That was a really nice gesture.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I know what it's like to have family members down. My my brother's in the feds right now, and um, I just know how it's affected our family. And he's part of the industry. James says so much good stuff about him, and I just thought it was the least I could do to to help out. So. Yeah, that's awesome.
4: And and again, like you know, and it, we if we everybody who whatever you whatever you're good at doing if you're good at growing weed or you're good at making the seeds or you're good at anything in particular so like just being able to donate your time or donate whatever your skill set is, is not a big deal. And our, you know, like, like a hundred packs of seeds is definitely, uh, you know, it, there's a lot of work behind it, but at the end of the day, like you just kind of give those out anyway. And it's nice to have a nice focused thing like this and you can really see like the, the, reverse coming you know people putting putting money down and not expecting free because i mean how much free seeds do you give away too right and we all do oh, like, I, just-
3: as, mu- as much as i can as much as my my office will let me before they freak out and try to right. sh- shut me down I, I try to give away as much as i can really but yeah. this was a good cause and it you know if it helps his family or or whatever that's what it's all about so
4: right and it's- yeah and it's nice to see the the traction kind of quickly like that too, whereas you know like uh like you're saying before when you're when you're on the opposite side when you're the, actually the person sitting and uh you get like a outpouring from people it's it i'm sure you know it, it's it's so much more effective uh than some than just like uh you know trying to like do it yourself. Cause people have too much pride, you know what I mean? It's really hard to like put it out there. Like, Hey, I need help. You know what I mean? But if you're in prison, you're already, obviously need help. There's no doubt about it. Right. Oh, and every day, Like
3: <laughs> there ain't no, question. Ain't no, ain't no question. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it with my, with my own family with my brother in there and just how, he, how he's gone through things and he, he gets down sometimes, just feels like he's all alone. And you know, the least thing I could do for at least for my own brother is I like keep him stocked up with those honey buns. I keep him good every month, and you know he'll be home in in uh, two years. And it, it sucks when you're in there. You know, it sucks. So.
4: So my uh, my son stole my phone because James had already queued me up with all these insights. Sc- like, oh yeah, I got to ask him about this and ask him about that. And I'm like, great. Now <laughs> no, I've lost my uh, I've lost my cue cards there. But uh, one of the strains was what was it? I forget what he asked me to tell you. It was a Magna Opa, or what was it? What was the strain that it was? Oh, uh, the Don Mega? Or Don Mega Lineup? Oh, the Don just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's what it was, the Don Mega Lineup. Yeah, for sure. Can yeah, you, can you fill, just, us in a,
3: fill us in I a little mean, about that? The Don Mega has been a work that we've been working on for, I don't know, maybe three years now. It's years in the making, and... Uh, it was our first award winner through high, through high times. It it really took off in Michigan. People in Michigan loved it. And then um, we just worked that line. I I made it originally, and I just didn't in our test. I it could have been more on my side of um, of the testing. I think I I blew out some of the bottoms with some herms and and or just intersects. Maybe I was pressing them a little too hard, and so I pulled back on that. And then I just went back to the drawing board, reworked it, and mm-hmm. tested it again. And I kind of when we went when we reworked it i've kind of became passionate with like making well not even making but just hash and all together so okay. i've been passionate with it and i was like you know what i think on this rework everybody says that they're getting good returns with the don mega maybe we'll the strains that we add to this we're going to add some that are from guys that are washing, you know? So we reached out to like the uh, Northfire cookies or the Northfire guys over in Maine. They have a Mm Northfire cookie cut. We got their cut in um, and used it in this line. Uh, We reached out to Neff Solventless in Michigan, got their papaya cake, brought it in and used it in this line. So we could kind of do like a functional breeding program where we're trying to breed for things that are going to give hash makers good Mm -hmm. results. And so that remains to be seen. Um, but as far as like our test, like we tested it and it's one of the, I don't know, it was fun. It was fun to grow and I I was proud to release it and we had a crazy response. Like we're out of a bunch of it already.
2: So James texted me. And, uh, so since I have a phone and Nick didn't steal mine, Uh so he wanted to make, to what discuss that the latest drop of your gear went on Mm -hmm. pre-sale today at seeds here now that you have an amazing strawberry jelly and the banana runts line. Um, is supposedly fire. Uh, the and, uh, guy is
5: actually asking uh, uh, about the strawberry jelly, and uh, he wanted you to talk about. It. They wanted you to talk about
2: it if you could. Strawberry jelly away, sir. Yeah, so
3: strawberry jelly. This this strain showed up on our doorstep because um, you know I'm close with Mike. That's like my brother. We've been together, pff, homies for years and years. So he got the strain from a guy in a cup named Pure Melts, and it's really a. The strawberry jelly is just a variant of mimosa, but doesn't smell anything like oranges. Nothing at all. It's the fakest strawberry terps that you've ever ever smelled, and mm. it finishes. It finishes extremely early, so it's done. Like done, done at like 52. So um, it's done? just done, I don't done. About that. I don't- Oh, oh, oh <laughs> grow it, grow it, and you'll see. Like this thing, this thing finishes extremely early. Extremely right. frosty which is
4: which is probably good yeah. for color color too right out of the gate oh. it, it just doesn't have time to get dark right so
3: it's nice and warm um, Yeah, I mean it gets it gets it can get a little bit colorful on the tips and stuff but no by no means is it like a plant that turns it blacks out or anything like that.
4: No I mean it's I'm not, talking about the I'm talking about the trike colors the trike state. oh right, cause sure it's quick because it's not too fast
3: yeah. or not too yeah. like, long. Yeah. And it washes like these guys wash that thing all the time. So, um, but so I was the first person he gave it to when he brought it back We mm-hmm. brought the cut back. He was like, grow this thing. I grew it out and I was like, Mike, this is a heater. Like this, this right here is a heater. And then he did his strawberry line with it, the strawberry cream, all that stuff. He grew it, it Was like, oh yeah, we're, this is, we're on. So, um, and that's really what we put into the, into the, uh, into the happy hour, which has done amazing. I mean, with the dawn, so you get a different terp. With that, it's not as gnarly of the strawberry um, side of it. You get more of a funky strawberry.
4: So, so um, all these, all these um, sort of specific strains
3: for washing and stuff, are they? um,
4: Is it yield or is it terps or what's the what's the most
3: or is it just kind of a combination of all the above or is it like? Is there any? Well, you know, when when you talk to the the guys that wash, they they want they want to see. I'm a noob at washing. I built a I built a washroom and I've been just now washing things myself, so I can kind of give mm-hmm. people um, an idea of what you know you're going to see. But um, when you talk to these guys, they like to do things that seem to like wash at three point three, you know, three and a half percent above. Seems like they want mm-hmm. so yield yield does That's matter fresh. if you're if you're, gonna, if you're going to sit in there and do all that work. They want mm-hmm. that the yield there, but the turps are just as important. Like if it doesn't taste good or it doesn't, it's not loud right out of the jar. Then there's really I don't know no point. Well, so.
4: I mean, I mean the interesting. Thing, I mean, it's awesome that you get a chance to work with all these different people. That that's all because the thing is, if you're doing repetitive work like like making bubble every day all day, you really start to uh, see where like you see where people are wasting their time. Like especially like you'd be like, dude, we got like half a gram or something per. Other than that, if I can, this is not doing mm-hmm. shit. Work for and three then,
2: hours, man. man.
4: And the same right. flower would have actually sold on a shelf and done pretty well because <laughs> it, had, it, had, it had, you know, and it was like, well, that was just a complete another disaster. But you yeah. also see the you see the other side where you see like, oh, man, this thing is not even that great of a plant, but all of a sudden, booyah, like, like it puts out just constant, you know, dumps and dumps and dumps and actually bubbles or has action all the way through. And so, right. yeah, I think it's awesome. It's like, a, it's it's a pretty interesting because that's really, I mean, it is like the whole fucking adage of like, it all comes out of the wash. And with that, it really does. Cause you'd be like, wow, the, the hidden gems that come out, uh, are awesome because sometimes you'll get strains that you were just about to dump, throw it away. And you're like, you know what, let me just do a quick bubble run. And then you're like, Holy shit, I'm keeping that. Yep. Even, even though it's the ugliest plan I've ever seen. Now I don't have to ever trim it again.
3: I'll just like, just make a bubble, yeah. you know, make cash out of it or whatever. That's um, actually some, something that I've really learned um, is that, you know the plants that these guys, some of these guys are picking, some of these hash guys are picking, are ugly as shit. And I would never like, I wouldn't be like, oh, that looks like something awesome. But some of them are super ugly, but they're getting great returns and great, you know, terp. Things, yeah, but if that's uh, the profiles. goal, mm-hmm.
2: shit. Who cares what it yeah. looks like?
3: No, exactly. And it's just some. Well, from a guy like me, when when I'm making, when I'm trying to breed things together, I'm looking for usually the most beautiful thing on the planet, the most frosty thing on the planet, with the best smells and like just the best aesthetic and the best. Just the best that I can find, and some of these things that make hash don't fit that box, as far as that mm-hmm. that look. Like so, you know, it is what well, it is. Well,
4: that's what I mean. That, that's what saved, but that's what's cool now is that we're actually getting into that point where people are mm-hmm. at, like literally doing runs of entire plants. They're not taking because the thing is when you get some plants and you're trimming them up and you get a lot of trim and it actually makes pretty good hash. Then you're all feel like, oh, it's sort of satisfying. I don't I don't mind that the plant is super leafy and fucking a bitch because I know it's gonna make good cash. But when it comes to like whole plant shit, it's like a whole other it's a whole other level of, of thinking because you you almost never sacrificed those beautiful buds of the past. But nowadays some places you legally are not allowed to take flour out of the building. It has to come out in concentrate form. So you take all that shit, break that down, and then and you start running the numbers because you have to. And at that point, you really figure out a whole bunch of interesting things. Like sometimes you get stuff that's like, you know, it's puts out a lot of a lot of hash weight, let's say, but it doesn't have nothing. None of it's good. You know what I mean? All the way from top to bottom doesn't really have any action to it, but it's like dumper. But some people would. But as a plant, it, that's why it was so uh, popular, because it just was dense and weighed a lot. You know,
2: so. I am mesmerized by the video of your garden running on the feed right now. That is I mean bravo, wow
4: so what's yeah. your what, so what's your what's your method your
3: methodology are you more of a, a cocoa or uh me no so I grow in um i like to I like to think of it as kind of like a a style you know everybody everybody has their own style and um mm-hmm just the I, I grow the same like just exotic and I grow the same way we use uh, promix HP and then we use house and garden and then um, a couple of little additives, additives like I use a little bit of mammoth pea and that's really it for me like I don't I don't do mm-hmm. anything uh <laughs> I, I, yeah I don't feel like I do anything too too crazy I, I mean, those are the things that I use and I just what, really we have to have some them. fish
2: shit sent to you
3: yeah I mean hey I'll give it a shot i I try anything. I was gonna. I was gonna try some uh, power. Some of that power. Uh, power sign. Uh, yeah, I think I was yeah, gonna try some. Um, of that. I, I see a lot of good things about it.
4: Power size is good. Yeah, we we. It's definitely. I mean, silica is kind of mandatory in your regimen. I think if you're, if you want to have plants that actually you know can hold themselves up and not be too floppy and, and I mean they almost always seem like they need. It's like how humans always need more vitamin D. Plants yeah. always need more silica. It seems like. I mean, it can almost go. Almost any garden would be like and They'd be like, really? And I'd be like, I don't know, just probably. <laughs> like it's just the way it is. Everything needs more, you know what I mean? Just people don't get usually think about it enough, and that's like. Uh, but the crazy thing with that product is, if you use it, you really got to you, you got to put it in your water before you put everything else in, or else it just kind of falls out and doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Want to drop any nuggets, Mike?
2: You got any? Uh, you have any like n- something coming down the? The pipe, some new strain, some new genetics you want to release. Look at you, the demanding, nugget,
4: demanding nuggets out of our guests.
2: Four. I need a nugget now. I need a nugget you know, now. Anything, new? No. Well,
4: anything sure somebody's you
2: know. going to go, holy shit. I never saw that from him before. Ooh, oh, me? Yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, I'm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Stacks. Uh, yeah i mean well we have we're going to be we got a we're going to do a bahama mama um reverse and we're in the middle of that now we're working on that now um that's also a a a, a washer that came from our guys over in maine from rugged roots over there um and uh through our friend jen doe uh another great hash maker um so yes, like, like that plant right there is a little bit opposite of what we were talking about, which is it's absolutely beautiful and it washes. So we'll see how it does, um, on the reverse and, and we'll see how that comes out. But, uh, I have some crazy, some crazy things planned in that. Some, there's a, a couple collabs we're going to do in there with exotic on that and just really put it together. So yeah, I think that lineup is going to be, um, awesome. I wouldn't expect to see it anytime soon. If you know me, um, I'm not dropping things every month. I'm not dropping things every couple months. You'll see that six to eight months mm-hmm. from now.
2: Yeah, if if you see it at all. Yeah, you heard it here, everybody. So,
4: yeah. so one if thing James is bring. All. One thing James brought up, which I think uh, I saw a lot of response online. So I mean, I think people are interested. Was uh, he, he was saying that you know, he doesn't see enough uh, credit going towards the males that people are running, and that the fact that you know every breeder. We share a lot of our we share a lot of our uh, elite cuts with each other, or you know, people have used the same Josh D cut for fifty different crosses, right? But then when it comes yeah. to the males, we're all a little more selective and secret, and most people don't really pass around males. What's your style? Is that, are you more like uh, Are you looking? Are you do you have like steady ones you've used for multiple crosses, or do you kind of move ahead and work on that kind of like continuous? forward forward motion, which some of the people seem to be especially with yeah. males, because a lot of people don't like keeping males around. You know?
3: Um I definitely What's do it? keep I do I definitely do keep my males around, but um like I like I also like to rese- reselect here. So it just really depends. Uh I don't know about picturing mm-hmm. mail I don't know if people really want to see males, James. I mean we'll see. Like I've had some that look amazing but I've also had some that look real stupid. So like my black <laughs> male uh, way back in the day didn't look that didn't look that cool, man, but it was a great male. So is well, is yeah. that
6: not the only thing that differentiates you guys
3: though? Um, no it is. Your male selection is actually That's uh, the only like, thing. probably the most important thing. Like it's that and then like not just going and grabbing all the coolest cuts, like working with your friends, working with guys you know, getting their, their selections, not just going to the clone guy and picking up whatever bullshit that you can pick up. And mm-hmm. instead just picking up like like talking to your friends and, and talking to them about their selections. Why did you select this? What's tight about it? Let me see it growing, like,
4: yeah, you know? Well, uh, you know, the, inter- the, the interesting part because the medium that we're working in is like something that we can consume and, and get an effect off of. So like the reality is if you know somebody and you know the flavor that they put or like that, you know, whatever their weed always sort of seems to taste like or fits in a certain kind of category, you can pretty much tell, like that's their that's their point of reference, right? And then if you get, but if you but you'll have other people who like you'll smoke their weed and be like, "This weed sucks. <laughs> this is terrible." Like, and so you're like, "This is what you think good weed tastes like?" I don't know what you're fucking. You're on the wrong, some other thing. And it's just, but it is really very personal, you know. And and I think a lot of the problems with with the male selection is um, people don't share, so there's not really a lot of that, like. Uh, your version of my mail and my version, of, you know. What I mean, right. we, we are only you don't get a comparison ever. So you kind of just go down this path that's fifty percent of your alleles. So you're pretty much at that point, devoting a lot of uh, your your final product at that point. You know,
3: unless you're working I mean, s ones, and that's your thing. You know, that's. the whole thing, the whole thing from the start to the finish is personal. So that's why before we put any seeds out, I'm the first one that's grown them. That way. If you know anything about me, people, I spend the first four to five hours a day in the DM answering questions, talking to people. Talk, I'll talk to you about whatever you want. You want to figure out your problems or how to grow mm-hmm. shit better. Hit me up. I got you. We'll sit and we'll figure it, that, figure it out together. Um, and that's why me growing it before you grow it, that's mm-hmm. what's personal for me. So that when you're growing it, we can talk about it because we've both seen it now. Sure. So, the whole thing is personal for me. From the minute I make the seeds to they till they I harvest them first, and then they go into your hands. Mm -hmm. It's it's all personal for me.
4: Yeah, well, it's easier to track things, and it's it's a lot. It's also like um, when when you talk to people who are actually doing something, whether it be you know like someone tells you about growing, talk about growing, but they've never really grown compared to a mm. guy who's flooded his reservoir 10 times and fucking did all sorts of stupid shit. And <laughs> you start talking and you can tell right away, like, and you can also see the progression too. Like you might come back six months later and that guy is telling you information, which is only known by being there. You know what I mean? Like the stupid little right. things, but those little things are like, okay, so you're really on point you're checking your VPD or you're actually like, they're on the point of understanding their room. Better than, uh, you know, uh, when you first met them and they're in there
3: just flying blind and just hoping <laughs> for the best. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say the evolution of, of new yeah. growers nowadays. Like I said, I talk to them every day. I spend hours talking to them every day. They are so much better than when I started back in the day. Like these guys are picking it up quick they're figuring mm-hmm. things out i don't know if it's because they got youtube and internet and like resources like being able to just talk to guys yes. uh, on because instagram or whatever but, the, <laughs> I, but i think that yeah. is I think
4: that's most i think that's the main reason it, it, and
3: it's, i but grew it's good tomatoes way. for the
4: first three years
3: yeah i got these guys that are just like getting a pack of uh, my seeds rocking it out in a tent sell, sending me the pictures i'm like damn bro like how long have you been doing this oh man i just started i'm like shit yeah, well, just, you know, the, but that's the reality also starting like, with
6: genetic material. Like they're starting yeah. with like fucking heaters out of, out of the gate,
3: right?
2: So, yeah. like a diverse yeah. genetic like if, material. You know,
4: yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, it's also like, uh you know, a lot of us were growing with seeds that were coming from, you know, plants that were never grown indoors in the first place, and you know, we're putting them into conditions mm-hmm. where. You know, we we learned the hard way, but it's but now when you hand somebody something that pretty much are giving them about a ninety percent chance of doing something good, as long as they don't fuck it up, you know what I mean? (laughs) That's right.
2: Which we yeah, but know I got that- to see I got to see the version of seeds here now back in 1985. Mm-hmm. It was my aunt and uncle living in Humboldt County, taking me to like some backwoods, uh, you know, air quote, general store post office, where they knew on Tuesdays at three o'clock, all the it's growers exactly right. from around the area would come in and they would bring cuts, and they would just trade cuts. Uh, We need need, to share share the COVID with each other. Just share the bugs.
6: Share the bugs, share the love, share the mold. It was the the
2: 80s, James. Come on
6: now. (laughs) Nobody was wrapping it up. Nobody listen, was quarantining shit. Listen to and James, always the a seed
2: salesman. what way. a downer. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, this is Debbie Downer. No Debbie Downer all
3: got PM. He heard cuts, and yeah. it was an instant no. turn off for him.
2: 1985, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Bean. 1985. Exactly.
6: Nobody was being safe back then. Okay, <laughs> you know how many people were Yes, back they, back they
2: were. They carried yeah, six shooters. Get me safe.
4: Malathion was rampant back then. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. But well, I knew it would be nice, though.
3: I miss it, it that would be, that community feeling where you would can be, go and exchange with guys like that. It would be nice. I was going to say, it would be yeah, nice. It wasn't a community could. feeling. It was like the high of not getting busted.
6: Yeah, yeah. it was the high of not getting arrested. That's what
2: it was. Well, this is before camp and before all that shit and or uh, or right when it was beginning. And it was just how they existed. There, there wasn't a cop in the area because the only road in was 50 miles away. And somebody would have, you know, made a phone call. It was just the breeders in the area. This is how they diversified their genetics.
6: Yeah, let me give you they all have. my cuts. That way you can grow the same shit I grow. So next year we'll have all the same weed.
2: Oh. I mean, isn't that oh, yeah. the
6: same
3: thing that's going on with runts? Well, we're
6: all passing that hoe around, yes. (laughs) Fuck. I mean, that thing has been
2: been tricked out more than anything. Those who live in glass houses, James Bean. (laughs) She, she, she
6: slept with everybody,
2: though. She slept with everybody. Everybody's doing runs. Hey, to be fair, I was one of
3: the first. I did banana runs, and I got on out. I did banana (laughs) runs. Yeah. Yep, I did the banana runs.
2: I I haven't done a runs. I was just going right. to ask, Adam, have you done a runs? You beat me dude, too, dude. Why
3: not? No runce. I will bring her over to you. You can bang her.
6: Yeah. No, she's a mean, hey, hey,
3: Adam, you should you should definitely grow the runce The runs cut. It's it's if you get the real cut, it's it's good. Mark I mean, says if no. If you haven't grown it, it's good. I you know, I it's understand. like Skittles grows really good. That's no, right. No, yeah, don't, it's don't lie. Don't
4: lie. That's true. you guys can't grow Skittles. Yeah, your whole room Skittles. You should, you should yeah, do your Hold'em yeah, Skittles yeah, and put them in really yeah, like in three gallon pots and see what happens. I right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just can't do it right. <laughs> Whatever.
2: Yeah, can't you just don't do it, right. you can't do it right. Come on. You right. You're stressed well, that out.
4: That that that's the hard part though with Strains, <laughs> is that once they get, it's just like music where it, if it gets too popular, then you're just like, you kind of turned off on the yep. popularity and you want to find your own like little emo, emo strain. I need an emo strain that's.
2: Yeah, I want this kind of downer like James Bean depressed. to go away and come back with the guy who was doing lines earlier. Maybe he'll come back and make us laugh. Yeah, I on, James bean. bean. No doubt. Yeah, somebody stole that my somebody, somebody stole my phone.
3: <laughs> I wonder. Uh, I wonder what the next what the next hype is is coming around the corner. Maybe it's uh, Pluto. Is it Pluto? Well, it's we, be called we
4: it's funny because we, you know, we we were all predicting haze because of Neville passing and all that, but then the reality is hazes are so hard to grow properly. Yeah, it's very I rarely, mean, like twelve 90, weeks. 90 percent plus ninety percent are usually shit. Like when you're grown from seed, because they're really hard yeah. to get the one. Like even from Dave, like straight out of Dave's mouth it was like, oh yeah, ninety percent crap. Like I'm like great, you know what I mean. So right. you really have to weed through so much to find the one. Pun and, intended. And you waited 14 weeks to do it, and then you're like, "Are you kidding me? 14? All right, that's it. I'm done." So I, I have a feeling that nobody's come out with anything new in that haze department that I've seen. That I've been like, "Wow." Nah, that's not gonna oh, happen. So yeah, Hayes. That was last year.
3: That's not going to happen. No. I mean, so a, lot a lot of, of it is, is... A lot of it is... A lot is, of
6: people are on that sweet candy terps. They want that sweetness yeah. when they dab it. They want it to taste good. Like I said, well, kind of like I, I, I like those old Thailand strains that are nasty, but nobody wants to taste that dead body I, smell.
3: I'll be real. People, a lot of people ask ask me about about gas. Like, ga, gassy strains are still Bad popular. Bad piss? So. Yeah, no, ga, ga, gas is, 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 is for sure big. yeah. To get
2: your phone back out of but
4: no, I didn't get my phone back. Come on, get get out of there, Mister. Jeez, Louise, this kid. You think he wants to be a podcaster all of a sudden?
2: <laughs> Did you see? So, that, uh, I so,
4: so
6: fire what? What? So, so fire. What new strains are you smoking on that that aren't yours that that, that you're liking? That's not yours and not exotics.
3: Oh, I, don't st- I don't smoke anything.
2: I don't smoke anything. that's uh, not uh, minor exact. <laughs> <laughs> great answer. That's a shit. great answer.
3: Yeah, uh, no, I mean, that's, 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 that's a homeboy. So I just, if I'm, yeah. if I'm actually lately, I haven't really been smoking any flour. It's just been hash rosin. And then like, I've been Smart making, m- I've been making it lately. And I made some fire right out of the gate. I'm so lucky to have these guys around me. Like, you know, Mike, who's done it for years. And, um, uh yeti stash over in in michigan and Neffs and all these guys that i've been able to just tap in with them and and ask them so many questions about shit and them not and them just open up to me and just give me so much knowledge on how to do it i really felt like i i got a jump start um on washing and i would have never been able to do this like as well without So mike
2: it's what you said right there it's no, no don't
3: say your name.
2: Oh no. Oh, no, sorry. Oh. So far. So far. It's what you said earlier about why new growers have taking it to the next level. It's because you guys can collaborate right now. And there was no way of sharing things. Eleven years ago, when some of the first conferences started in Denver and people would show up to say it was a cannabis convention, people didn't want to wear name tags and say who they were. So they were still in the closet, you know, thinking it was illegal. And it's it's that, you know, exponential growth. It's gotten to the point where there I there's so many Sources of information out there, so many places to collaborate with someone. You know, having you just listed like the kings of hash making, and you have access to them on your Rolodex. You know, that information is out there. So that's what's making everybody just that much better than the season before. I can't wait to see what comes next. You know, I I want to I want to try it. I'm yeah, that,
6: uh, that, that 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 I think that breeders having a, a bigger pool to to choose from is also huge. I think that now that they have the ability to run to mm-hmm. run larger numbers, they're gonna they're gonna pick better things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about the guys who did it back in the day. They were using maybe two tents, if they were lucky, three tents, and they were using you know limited numbers, limited selection to do their to do their to do their pheno hunting with and still come out with some great shit. But now, you know, when guys are doing, you know, a hundred or a thousand or five hundred, um, you're gonna find some 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 outliers that are pretty cool. So yeah.
4: I've seen that yeah, it's, too. It's, it's 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 definitely interesting times. It's it's great times for genetics in general just because finally people are also figured out just like James that clones you can only grow the same plant to a certain degree better than each other. There's not much you can go, you know, you're talking you're splitting hairs at a certain point. You're like, of course if you grow it organically you will have a little more flavor than if you're growing it on hydro, but then of course hydro guys can nail it uh, on cocoa and get pretty damn close to the point where you're like, hey, is it really? You know, it's just, it's just you're at that point, it's who can grow it cheaper because you, you know, the more inputs you put in, obviously, then it costs more per pound, right? And now you're to the bottom, yeah. And everybody's like, especially when you like back in the day, the biggest problem was if one guy supplied clones to say six growers and they all started at the exact same day. They all pretty much harvested on the same day, and they all came to market on the same fucking day. Then, like the little window of opportunity just got crushed because there's like way too much of that same strain out there. Because the guy sold a thousand cuts of it, and now there's literally almost a thousand pounds grown around town. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're like, there's a thirty-five dollar ounces, thirty-five
6: dollars yeah. of the same.
2: Weight. Oh, James. <laughs> <laughs>
6: what happens? Is everybody fucking throws throws Blue Dream. Y'all get thirty-five dollar ounces. Yeah, Nobody or, or glue.
3: Gorilla Glue, or Gorilla Glue. Back in the day, that was a right. that was another. one. Also pretty. That, that's
6: pretty another strength that we're... like runs. Yeah. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. that's gonna it's happen definitely. with runs. Everybody's gonna have it for sure.
4: For runs. sure. So James, glad right. we got the seats. We well, the seats here now. Background there. We didn't get a chance to really hype up your specials and stuff. So might as well just run through them and somehow incorporate Soulfire in the conversation.
3: Uh, I want to hear the specials. I've been buying and a lot anyways, of seeds lately myself. Du-
2: we need a Let's double gun deal. Come on, James. Double. Done. James,
3: uh, do it. Double done. No do double,
6: double done. done. No double guns. Uh, we can figure out something, but. One day, um, let me go. Let me, let me go. This, this, uh, how about you get 20%
2: more seeds?
6: Don't confuse him, Dave. <laughs> <let> <laughs> <laughs> <Shit. laughs> right. Um, so we've got exotic packs for 124 that were 148. They we got now 124. Uh, reminds me, exotic mm-hmm. has a new drop coming on the 20th um, of his rainbow line. Uh, yeah. that'll be pretty big. Uh, get those. Sign up for our email list while you can. That's the only way that that's a good way to know when they're going to be able to buy them. Um, I'm not saying you can buy them earlier, but maybe you can buy them earlier. So <laughs> to email list. Um, Classic Absolute. James. Hey, you sign up with the email list. You know, what I mean? you get the <laughs> uh, Absolute Genetics. Twenty five percent off those strains. Free shipping and handling over three hundred bucks. Uh, international orders free over five hundred bucks. So from uh, over over three hundred dollar gift cards, you get a free cheese seeds pack of French
3: macaron.
0: Uh, Somebody's got
2: their news on pretty loud. My bad.
3: I had to run a house for some che- for some
2: cheesecake. Oh, that's there is no bad when cheesecake is involved. Oh man, it's a cheesecake bite acceptable. too. Fucking amazing.
6: You know, go ahead, keep uh, going, James. So, yeah, so uh, Utopia Farms, 20% off the Holy Banana. Exotic rents line, buy one pack and get the Runs S1, one max per gift. The Red Pop line comes with a free pack of artificial red, no limit. Crockett um, Family Farms, buy two packs, get a free six pack of FIMS. Second gen, get a pack of Einstein's Pipe, get a free Crown Royal or Strawberry Recess. Um, got Coastal, buy two packs. Trichrome Jungle, who was on the show last week, we got his FIMS in, just released last week. Uh, just released Thursday um, Envy Genetics we're now restocking him uh, buy a full line get any pack get a six pack of Chelo Fona Canorado's gotta buy one get one Sin City's gotta buy one Envy's got another buy one so all kinds of stuff listed at the, at the website um, I just hooked up with uh, I'll be uh, adding Heroes of the Farm to the website here shortly on top of Phil really good guy um, his, we, his, his strain 8541 fucking blew me away uh, I got it from a dispensary, and I like had to find the guy and call him up. I was like, "Okay, let's talk about this train." So it was really fucking that good. Um, so, and come to find out, he's a he's an old uh, TGA breeder. Um, was one of their guys uh, has stories from that, but just really good dude. So, look, looking forward to that. And then uh, I'll be adding Lemon Hoco uh, in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, oh, nice! Uh, so far, you probably know you know Lemon. Yeah, he's a local so,
3: guy. Yeah, Master really, splinter
6: really, really, over
2: there. Master Splinter, exactly.
6: Really good yeah, dude. Right. Master
2: Splinter, um, love that name.
6: So, so they called Master Splinter. So he had uh, a, a hand in teaching, so to say, uh, exotic, uh, kaya, at Pacific Northwest roof and uh, uh, Thunder Fudge, chocolate fudge, chocolate, chocolate thunder. Um, and so they all kind of called. They were like the Ninja Turtles. They all kind of called him Master Splinter because he was like the teacher. Uh, but really good dude. He's also credited with the Barry White strain. Um, which I'll be having about ten packs in next week, as long as as well as this, like seventh generation blueberry, which is pretty awesome. So uh, look for those coming up, and that's that's what we got. Oh, Black three. Friday sale coming up, and then a, a, a is there Black
4: Friday.
6: Black Friday. Yeah, we're, we're coming up in two weeks, three weeks. And how about
2: you, Soul Do you have an Instagram page for anyone yeah. to get in touch with you there?
3: Yep, yep. Soulfire Gardens 2019. That's me. Um, you can just hit me there anytime or oh, soulfiregardens.com. Back when, life,
4: back when life was simple. 2019, yeah. 2019, when no one knew well,
3: nothing. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know why I chose that. I, I had gotten banned at like 50K and 30K. So I just right. I couldn't. I didn't, I didn't have any good names, and it was 2019. So I said, Fuck it, 2019.
4: Right. Well, it's still now it's now it's actually maybe yeah. reminiscent, you know? It's like, it's like the pre pre 911 situation, right? Tell me about was it. Is it pre COVID or post COVID?
3: I'm waiting for the yeah, I'm waiting for COVID to go away. I'm missing the events, man. I'm missing being out there like a
2: lot, aren't we all? You and me both. Yeah.
4: You. Even though it's funny because when we were going to those events, we were all just tired and like, oh, oh my God. Events. Fuck them wouldn't it be nice if there was no events? And now there's no events. And we're like, man, wouldn't it be great if there no, was God, events? God. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I was going to hop, hop on a plane. Standing the in line and, head and, and head talking to, uh, to the person next to you.
3: Oh, dude, I, I miss it. I do. Wow. <laughs> Remember those days when you could <laughs> just
4: stand and talk to somebody?
3: Standing
4: no. on a plane. Those were the days. Well, cool. Uh, we're gonna want. We have to. So we gotta wind her up because it's. We've hit the time mark. Like Mark gets more and more agitated as as we as the minutes go by.
2: So like, he man. looks angry right now. Angry. He's got the new angry. haircut. It makes him it makes him look extra extra angry. No man, I'm at home. I'm good. Uh, you come? Yep. <laughs> He's taking <laughs> like nine it, bong hits. I real pants guys,
4: on, uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, for sure. For sure, nice having awesome having you on. And once again, thanks for helping Duke out. That was awesome.
2: Um Yeah, James, that was that's just I mean, that's some stellar means. humanity right there. And so far, yeah, you can score that all together for Duke. It's yeah, so uh, far
6: it called me up sweet. and wanted to do it. He, just, he was like, Hey, I wanna do this and I was like, Okay, so or your you. He's like just match it. I was like, Hey, no problem. So it's pretty cool, it's pretty good donation. Is uh he definitely Duke says thanks by the way. Um his wife I sent you that Thursday, so
3: Yep, it was my yes, pleasure, man. Right. It was my pleasure. All right, fellas. Cool. Well, enjoy your evening. You
6: of, you of course, right now, of course, you guys know you can go to my website and get all of Soulfire's uh, latest drop just happened today the, uh, the Orange Cannoli, the Papa Don, Mega Runs, Happy Hour, the Boscotti, and the Don Dada. Um, pick all those up at the website now under $100. Bucks. Um, and that's all I got. Yeah,
3: those me, Don Don the, dad, the, Real the Don is in the. Uh, the megas are gone, so if you can get them from seeds here now, get them, cause I don't got any more. They're gone. Oh, I have to nice. do
4: it. We we'll have to do a Dun Mega collab, I think. <laughs> yeah, i
2: might have
4: to Only Mega. Mega Dun. Dun Mega. Meg, Dun Mega. Dun Dun Mega. Dun. I don't know. We'll, let's, come on. let's do it. The Mega Dun's. Mega Dun. Mega The oh, Mega Dun. Uh, the Mega Dun. The yeah, Mega Dun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like exactly. Like now you get it. All right, man. Thanks for show. Thanks for coming through. Thanks All right, James, guess. for uh, the news. Yeah, yeah okay. sure. I didn't do the news. It wasn't we? Wasn't it? Well, no, that no. But thanks for organizing that awesome guy because he's so cool. That guy's way cooler oh, yeah, he's he, so much. He did a bunch so of blow much on the show though. I know. Is you that what this, tell him is a, what this is? You tell him to slow You need <laughs> to tell him to slow <laughs> down on that shit. He's an He just passed a law, so they're fucking
6: going. No hard to
4: it's all legal. Um, yeah. Shout out to all the states says- that went legal and being crimmed and did all sorts of cool shit and psychedelics are opening up. And fucking times are changing.
2: The times they are changing. Uh, yeah. shout, out, shout out to MTI for making it all happen. You rock, brother.
4: Nice haircut. Yeah. Shout out Rosendombs,
2: to the Mike Denver. Chat gang, whole crew, and you guys.
4: Um, yeah, and uh, I think next week I will officially be home again, so I'll be back to the back to Calorati. Okay,
2: believe we'll uh, it when I see it,
4: right? Uh, shout out to my beautiful FCC little Nick who your phone. can't wait, can't wait to steal more electronics from me, basically, right? Thanks, Peter, uh, for coming on the show. It's great chat. Thanks. Thanks, Chaz, for checking in from Amsterdam. Uh, and yeah, we'll just we'll see you guys next week. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any plans? Do you have any plans? Do you have any secrets, things coming up? Do you know mm-hmm. anything? Nothing.
2: No one knows anything. That's the
4: secret of the whole thing. Secret. secret you know so. what tomorrow will be?
2: What's that? Two hundred and forty-six days. Okay. So that's my that, that, that I'm just counting the days, man. <laughs> is that what you do? The only day of the week I know is Friday. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's only one it's only one day
4: you need to know. Us. Friday's yeah, that's Fridays here it. on the show. All right, peace out right. everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Thanks again. Peace. Take us out, MTI. That's it.
2: We don't want you to smoke genetically by the fat ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call
3: it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it